Hey everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television. Recapping shows like I Love New York, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celeb reality shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia, and I cannot believe I'm sitting here just begging for the days to return to Brett Michaels' sordid universe. Wow, this episode got to you that much, huh? Uh, like, I think that it is just... Like, do they did they think that we were stupid? You know, because like at the I time, say, yes. I say this every week that I understand all of this is staged. I'm not some like naive little Mary Sue over here, but like, what? holy Mary? shit, Mary Sue, holy shit! Like, it is a parody of a reality show at this point. I think, like, it's not as bad as Tokyo Tony, but it is a lot worse than the others we've seen. Um, it's. Mm. Well, the, yeah. I feel like Rock of Love is like, it wasn't as necessarily much staged drama. Like, they seem like maybe they just well, didn't get along at times. One. Exactly. It's yes. a very different vibe. Well, that's how that goes with, it seems like, a lot of season All ones. of them. By season two, people realize that there's like a cash grab, yeah. so to speak. Let's make characters. This. Yeah, like, you can gain some fame off of this. You know people are going to be watching, so you're getting, you know, the people who are looking to just be famous, but like... I'm not even talking about just the people. Like, I'm talking about what the producers have done. Like, well, we'll talk about it at length. But, um, hey, everybody. How are you doing? You can't respond right now. You can't but respond, you can but reach us I'm on hoping Twitter. that the answer is good. Yes. Um, doing well. Like, I mean, as good as can be expected, given the circumstances, just the absolute hellscape that we're living in. Um, stuff is on fire because of a gender reveal in part of the country. And That was see- nuts. And oh my god that's not even like the nutsest part so we're recording this on uh monday labor day and uh the reason why i tell you this is because today i saw that it was in the 90s in colorado mm-hmm. and tomorrow it is supposed to be in the 30s in snow oh no it's crazy there's a there's a former wrestler who's in canada who said like today is this kind of almost the same thing obviously they're in celsius Says the temperature, and he's like, and tomorrow's supposed to be this the exact same situation. One day's really hot, the next day's cold. He's like, but like even well, by fall, really hot to cleared. really cold standards, like it's no, that's to a huge snow. jump. Like, and they showed the map. They're like, this is where it's gonna snow, and this is where the fire is. I mean, it's already happened since we're talking about this, so this is yes. kind of moot. But Hopefully, like, the snow somehow could help put the fire. I don't out. even know what to do. Like. The earth is dying, dying. And I'm sorry, I, I probably shouldn't be starting with this much existential dread because you're here to probably relax, take a load off. But like, holy fuck, like, <laughs> what is happening? Oh, wow. So uh, other than that, we hope you're doing great. D- do you have anything you want to share? I realize we haven't done whatchamacallit in a couple weeks. We haven't done um what what we've been watching. What have you been watching? Oh, I just started The Boys season two. Well, they only oh, released yeah, yeah, the yeah. first three episodes. It really is. If you guys haven't watched it, please go watch. That and The Umbrella Academy are two of the best shows. I can't say on television because technically they're streaming And networks. I always struggle with how to explain that. Like, they're the best They're two shows of the best shows out there. Available. Yes. Yeah. That works. <laughs> they're just so good. It really, like, Umbrella Academy, the whole season is phenomenal. And then it ends. You're like, oh my God, I can't wait for three. And the way that the boy starts, like, it's only three episodes and it's like, I forget if it's 10 total. I don't know if they did that last time. I can't remember. But it starts and you're like, I was like, I'm only going to watch one and then I'm going to go do this. And then next thing you know, I finish all three. And it's like, well, fuck me. You know, Mm. it's just so good. I'm so excited to see where the story goes. Besides that, I've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers just kind of as the background noise. True. Which is always fun. Always good. 
Always a good choice. And oh, and I watched the Euro Eurovision. Eurovision. That's what it was called. Yeah. The Fire Saga, the Will Ferrell movie. I thought it was funny. I'm a for anyone out there, I'm a very big Will Ferrell fan. I'm sure I will, this is shocking yes, information. I will watch to all I will of you. literally watch anything he puts out there. Based on Mike's like other content that he enjoys and quotes all the time, I'm sure this is shocking information for yes. everybody. I love I love his stuff. And Rachel McAdams is in it. She's also excellent. She's very funny in it. Just so um, great. I but, didn't watch the movie, but But I enjoy the funny thing is because it's very like it's obviously not just them. There's other songs in the movie, yeah. obviously, because it's a singing you know competition. You know the Eurovision's like a real thing, right? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, my well, now God. Well, now everything's like a- It's like a huge yeah. thing. Every like, song is like a dance pop love song. It's like KTU I mean, I Euro- can't, European. I can't vouch for all of that, but like- KT- European. EU? Is that where European I Union? Guess, yeah, I guess. Kind of works. I'm trying. Well, also like Australia, I think, is involved in it, too. Oh, I don't remember if they were in it. Because they show the countries. They're like, oh, we're giving points to these people and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I know that it's like a really big thing for but like, the rest it of the world. But it is, so. it is so good. I, I, well, I shouldn't say like that. You could tell it's a movie like, Netflix has money. Let's pay someone and do this. And like, you'd think like, wow, they got Rachel McAdams as well. Crazy. But I really enjoyed it. It has funny moments where I really, really laughed. And I normally, and I watch it by myself. I normally don't laugh too, too much by myself. But I thought, uh, that's it. That's it. I don't. That's, that's an awkward say. place to stop. I know. No, it's very. The music in it is great. Their songs are so fucking catchy. I need to go on Spotify and look up the soundtrack. Okay. Um, but it also, you know, there's a moment, you know, kind of at the end. It's very, as a lot of movies are, it has like its little like heartwarming moment and stuff too. It was good. That's that's enjoyable for you. It was. I haven't really been watching anything except I was like behind on Potomac for a couple weeks, but now I'm catching back up just in time to not be watching yesterday's episode. So like I'm just a mess, but uh, it's starting off excellent. Like as as much as we all thought it was going to be good, I still think it's great. Again, loving Wendy is a new addition. Uh, holy shit, Michael Darby has like exceeded him being. So you weren't here watching this, right? So you know how Ashley now Ashley's the one. With the husband that's got a gay scandal every season. Who is Michael? Yes. Okay. All right. So they just had a baby. Uh, she was pregnant at the end of s- the last season. Okay. And there was like a whole other thing too that like while she's literally in the hospital in labor, Monique, not Monique, um, Candace, the one with the husband who did all the R&B lyric vows, the white husband. Yeah, yes. She was like. Like, they were getting into, like, a Twitter war while Ashley is literally in labor. Oh, my God. It's, like, a whole thing. Candace Wait, has like she's a... tweeting while, like, in well, the hospital like, in labor? Okay, so labor is, like, a really long process most of no, the time. Well, it's like the way you say it makes me seem like she's in the hospital and they're just, like, push, push. I don't think it was like that. Okay. I think that's when she no. cut it off. Well, but, the like, thing is, like, her like... water broke. She could be sitting in bed. They're, like, you're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. Yeah, so okay. she's, like, getting into a Twitter fight yes. with Candace. So this baby moment. could come at any moment, but... I mean, labor's a little bit more complicated than that, but either way. Yes. Well, today's uh, Labor Day. Okay. Reminder, well, don't wear white starting tomorrow, people. I don't think it's like that. I mean, I, I mean, whatever. Anyway, Back to the story, sorry. The most absurd thing, really, out of this whole season, and besides the fact that, like, Candace, who I never really liked, is, like, growing on me a little bit this season. She's getting a little bit better about apologizing, and, like, people are kind of being unfairly harsh to her. So, I'm not quite Candace Hive, but, like, I'm a little bit there. But, like, I'm getting there. Basically, I am I like her a lot more than I ever thought I was capable of. Mm-hmm. So, 
there's like a whole other thing too because ashley's like going through like a little bit of like postpartum anxiety postpartum depression she had like a whole bunch of stuff earlier on where she had like miscarried and like she had had trouble conceiving and there's like a whole thing so she's obviously got a little bit of like issue plus she's got like other shit between michael and her family and just like whatever so Mm -hmm. there's like a lot that makes her a perfect recipe for like a neurotic first mother not judging just observing yes so on top of that it's not helpful that michael is being a piece of shit and this motherfucker so they're gonna go away for like a girls weekend which is like their early season trip where they go somewhere local okay they go to like one of monique's four homes which brings me to one of my favorite bravo lines like in all of housewives history Oh, you don't have a home? Oh, I have four homes. It's just, it's iconic. They go to one of Monique's homes and, like, Ashley brings her baby. Because the baby is, like, I don't know, under three months old. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I don't know if I would have done, but I understand that it's hard to be away from the baby, especially when you're a first-time mom. There's, like, a little bit of beef in there around that. But, like, also, when she's kind of like, well, it's a girls weekend, blah, 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 Michael's like, and you're taking the baby, right? Wow. Like... Just and he's just like, well, the baby and like and not even just being like because I don't have time or whatever because like she doesn't want to get a nanny, which like I know is a complicated issue for a lot of people trusting your baby with a stranger. I'm sure it's very difficult, and she doesn't even have a super reliable family. And obviously, her husband's a piece of garbage. But like, he was like, a baby needs to be with their mother, especially early on. She's not going on like a world tour. She is going away for like a couple days. I'm sure that's difficult. And obviously there's pumping involved and there's like a lot of other shit that makes it very complicated. But like what kind of piece of garbage do you have to be to like guilt this new mother that you know is struggling with a bunch of stuff? And God forbid you watch your own child. Just I don't understand what is wrong with people. He's got problems, clearly. I mean, I don't know much about all. The only thing I know is there's a scandal about him being gay. Every season. It's the only thing I know about this show, typically. Oh, my gosh. Um, Other than that, I don't think I'm watching anything. I watched the new Mulan, and it was not great. I didn't really like it. So don't spend your money if you don't have to. There you go. There's always ways to find streams. I know, but even I wouldn't even go that far because then it's going to be available like once at, in December. I think the the thirty dollars is up. Oh wow! So it's going to be available then. And um, well, especially now too, because like in some states, movie theaters are opening to a limited extent. New Jersey's about to open. Yeah, you will not find me at <laughs> I one. I mean, you're, yeah, no, you're not going to find me one worth a damn. But um, yeah. So that I just it's just, that's just my opinion. Feel free to check it out if you want to and i mean i'm not chinese so my opinion only matters so much but i just there was a lot had a lot of issues with it and yes i know that it wasn't supposed to be musical that wasn't part of my issues like i understand there's no mushu i understand there's no songs like all of that i was willing to go along with i was totally on board with that i just didn't and i understood that they were basing it on the real story but then some of the choices that they made to me felt like not whatever there was also a lot of white people on the staff and like one chinese person like in terms of the writing and production team so like i don't know if that's a choice by the way did you know that jackie chan in the animated mulan i was, I was about to be like well this is random he's not in the new one yes. but like in the animated mulan he mm-hmm. did because you know how like the whole thing in the american version is like bd wong does the speaking voice and donny osmond does the singing yeah. voice he's for, saying um, the for shang is that his name right i believe so yeah he Jackie, sings over there, yeah. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, he's I, like a famous singer in I China. Know, I, I mean, I know that he's a famous singer in China, but like, I I guess I had never heard him sing. So I listened to, because they were like, oh, he does the speaking voice and the singing voice yeah. for the Mandarin dub. And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. And then I, which by the way, they don't have um, Mandarin subtitles on the new Mulan either. 
That's surprising. That's weird. Like, for a variety of reasons, it's fucking weird. Anyway, what was I going to say about that? Oh, so, like, I in this Insider article I was reading about um, Jackie Chan, like, about, like, things you didn't know about the original Mulan was that uh, Jackie Chan, like, like, released I'll Make a Man Out of You in Mandarin as, like, a single and did a music video and everything. Yeah. How did you know? Because I, well, I know Jackie Chan. I'm I a very big true. fan. Jet Li's my numero uno. But I love Jackie Chan movies. Okay. I do. I'm a very big fan. I've seen like I'm really all... interested to hear your opinion on the new Mulan, just because I know that you like a little. Like, I mean, they're not main people, but yes, I Jet. Like I just said, Jet Li's like my fucking dude. I love all of his movies from back in the day, all the Chinese movies. He is the shit. He's also a like world class actual like karate champion. Yeah. Donnie Yen is also in it. Well, we've had. I know I've brought up at some point between him and Jackie Chan went to like acting school for fighting yes but i'm pretty sure he could probably still fuck some shit up we've actually brought this up on the podcast before yes (laughs) but and then donnie yen is in it as well because you mentioned that and i was like because you mentioned the one good thing about her that you like is some of the choreography and the the fighting is good it's pretty good and i'm like yeah well if you have even their limited roles worst person to judge about that because like i haven't watched a ton of well that's where i'd say it's good if you think it's good people might be like oh wow that's actually pretty good a good i don't know if that's a good like gauge you know true there are people who probably enjoyed the cats musical and that's like not a good indication of musicals in the i probably like it just because how terrible it is no I, I just mean even in terms of like i've seen we've seen cats outside of this cats as a musical stuff yeah the um, fact it was so popular still baffles me I, I it's for people who again who like don't Cat know people. musicals and it's not like i'm sitting here like some sort of musical theater snob like yeah. i'm like a sucker for, hoity-toity like, over here I, like I'm a sucker for like Wicked and Hamilton and like all that garbage, but like I don't know. Like I just <laughs> I just can't. Just Cats doesn't do it for me, Never even the will. original. Um. Anyway, on to like the reason that we're here. Uh, the reason podcasting. that we're here. What is that? that? A, I don't know. It's a song, isn't it? No. Well, it's not just the reason that we're here. You didn't do fucking uh, which one called housekeeping. Yeah, I know. I was leading into oh. housekeeping. Well, the reason we're here is for I love New York, but yes. Yeah. Well, first I want to get to the housekeeping. The reason that we're here—that's a song. It's from something. Okay. Well, you can. Now I'm fucking mad. I can't think about it. It's okay. going to come up halfway through the episode, so great. let's do it. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell friends yes. who don't suck. Five stars, please. Five stars. It's a great free way to support us. And if you've got a little extra coins and you want to hear us talk some more, another great way to support us is by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash rewindthelovepod. Special shout out to new patron, Jessica, who heard me on Princess's podcast, I believe. And literally from that day, she updated me on a regular basis about how she listened to our entire podcast in, I guess, what was it, two weeks? That's phenomenal. I am in awe. I am so grateful. Again, we, like I always we, no, I just mean like me especially. Well, yeah, like I'm. I don't know. But speaking well, I don't, for you, yes, I don't want to say. I don't know if you're in awe or not, but <laughs> well, great. You're saying you're very grateful. And I know like, we, yes, we I, are yes, very grateful. Yeah. It, like it's just it was so cool to see somebody update us. As she went through the journey, so that's pretty cool yeah. to binge it like that. That's awesome. I I don't know why, like we're because we're like, awesome. Like, geez, okay. God. Well, anyway, hype us up a little bit once in a while. Well, My God, we'll, we'll get back one to of this. us has to. I guess we'll get back to this. So 
watching along with us has become a little bit more challenging in the event that you were just joining us for the first time this week or you're still catching up and listen to the matter order i don't know how because that's your business Maybe you just watch a couple episodes here or there and you don't watch all of them. Yeah, so it's um not available on most of the streaming sites, any of the streaming sites anymore. Um, just give a hint. You may just, have to go. Just Google it. Just Google it. Just Google it. I'm leaving it at that. Keeping it simple. Just Google it. You'll be fine. And Kind of like Mulan. There's always a way to find something. Yeah. Well, that's terrible advice. And now Disney's going to fucking sue us. For what? I wasn't concerned about Viacom, but I'm concerned about Disney. I'm not saying anything. They could... <laughs> Take whatever they want down. Okay. They hire, they literally have people that go and do that for a living. I know. So, whatever. There's ways. And if you need our help, feel free to reach out to us. We are available. Our DMs are always open. Um. Also, and I guess a tiny bit of VH1CU news. Brunch Ooh. with Tiffany came back this week. Woo! It is on VH1 Monday nights at 1030 Eastern. I don't know if that means 7.30 Pacific or also 10.30 Pacific. Like, and y'all got enough problems now. Just time is hard. Times are hard and time is hard. Hard times. I can do that almost every episode. You always say something. R.I.P. Dusty Rhodes. It's arguably the greatest. It's one of the greatest promos in wrestling history. Okay. Actually, we've acquired some new, like, wrestling listener fans. All right. I feel I like. I hope so. I meant to tell you about that. Like I said, our really? schedules are weird. We're, like, two ships passing in the night. So, yeah. I, I'll explain What is that? Here. Two ships passing in the night? It's an expression. I don't like, think I've ever heard I'm it. I'm convinced you are not actually from this country. Like, this is an elaborate, like, the Americans plot. Like, as if I knew any sort then of what information. Am I? I don't know. That's the point. So, just, like, see, you zi- I, like, zip. I'm an alien, and I just get. Pulled That's up in my not spaceship. what I meant. Um, oh. I'm a <laughs> two Russian ships spy? passing in the night is an expression that means that like you kind of just see each other quickly and you don't really like it's a, it's an idiom. So it's supposed to be like you just don't see each other as you pass. Well, yeah, like okay. you just or you see each other very briefly. Like it's mm. not a you know all right meaningful interaction. Titanic probably wish they were in a situation like that. Dooch. No, that was terrible. Okay, damn. I know. Went dark there for a second. Too soon. <laughs> that joke is as dark as the night as those ships passed. Anyway, um, that makes for a weird. <laughs> that was terrible. Into that what was so I bad. I'm to sorry. Talk about next. Um, I apologize. This is like something that's that kind bad. of come up in relation to like a couple different things that have come across my feeds lately, and just some stuff I guess that I wanted to talk to you all about. Um, and I'm going to put a timestamp if you, like, don't care about any of this, so feel free to just skip ahead to the episode, but I guess it's a little bit of, like, housekeeping, but I guess, like, feelings corner, like, I don't know what the fuck. So, I guess I should start with, um, how I kind of got to this point. Well, I guess not really. So, I- all right, so if you've been listening for the last couple weeks and have been listening for a while, you might have noticed a shift in sort of the structure of the pod mm-hmm. that, like, Mike sort of took over leading the story and, like, now I'm kind of we more shifted commenting. We yeah. Right. So, I'm, like, saying, I'm, like, nervous to say this because I know you're not, like, going right. to be thrilled that I'm, I'm going here. It's oh, not, no. It's, now I'm nervous. No, there's nothing to be nervous about. Is this, like, a about. misogynist thing or something? No. Oh, I don't know. No, you've actually gotten some, like I told you, we've gotten some DMs that people have been, like, praising you. Thank you, people that DM. 
Okay. I appreciate it. All right. So I try. I just wanted to address like why that happened and then go into like a couple of things related to that. And again, timestamps, feel free to skip ahead. So part of the reason that that came about is I was doing a lot of the work Mm -hmm. for the podcast. I was doing most of the notes I was editing. Which I people was do know leading. about. You no, have, but like, I mean. The notes stuff And the notes is also challenging so for detailed. me. Because, well, one, I'm just a very, like, detailed sort of person. But also, like, with my ADHD and executive dysfunction. Like, there's, like, stuff that make it difficult for me to, like, remember things. Yeah. And, you know, contact, whatever. So, it made for a very stressful process. And also, during the point at like over the course of this podcast a lot has changed in terms of our lives mm. we have been planning to move i at one point had three jobs now i am down to like one job but for like on a very limited schedule and obviously the pandemic and the civil rights movement and all of these other things that have been happening so like i guess i want to like i don't want to I just, I guess I want to acknowledge, like, why sometimes in episodes I come across being very, like, err, because, and that was unfair to you and to the listeners that it was, like, I was feeling like I was carrying a lot of the show, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, unfairly taking that resentment out on you, and... I I guess, like, people don't really realize, like, what a podcast goes into. And obviously, it's not like I, it's not like he opted out of a lot of this stuff. It's just me and my control issues and the fact that I had podcast experience before I kind of took over. So, yeah, I just, I guess, wanted to let you know a little bit of how our process is. And now that it's kind of shifted where Mike took on some of that responsibility, like, I'm still editing and I'm still doing my own notes and I'm still, you know, doing some other promo type stuff and putting together the notes for the patreon so like it's not like i'm completely falling back but it helped i feel like create some i don't know it's not an even balance because i know in the past i know how it goes it's more i'd sit down i would take my notes for like the hour be like all right let me know when you want to record and And I, i understand yeah so i mean i'm sorry that you all had to be party to that i guess but I just wanted to give you some insight that it's not like we just watch the episode, sit down, and it happens. Like, if you have never put together a podcast, it is a lot of work, especially for free. And I'm not blaming anybody for not knowing that because, you know, I I, I don't know how much work goes into probably your jobs. And I could sit back and be like, oh, well, that looks easy. It's probably not. So, you know, there's a lot going on. So I just wanted to give you a little pullback behind the curtain um, about what goes on here and why certain things were the way they were so like semi-related to that (laughs) good lord i mean this because this is honestly and this the rest of this kind of has less to do with us and just stuff that i've seen in terms of other podcasts and like you know there was a tweet i saw once that was like something to the effect of like your goal every day as like a person online should just be like there's always a main character on twitter and like you just should hope to never be it and the main character of the day that we are recording is like this little boy did you see this video i've been working all day no but i mean it was also like a thing last night oh it was like it's this like 
cooking video with like this little boy and his mom and his little boy or his grandma. And like, it's to me, it's fucking hilarious because he's just like grabbing for the bowl all the time. Like you put the butter in and this kid will grab just into the bowl for the butter or the sugar or whatever. It's a little weird, but it's like funny. And, like, people were getting, like, really hostile. So that, in addition to, like, some other feedback I've seen from other podcasters who I'm friendly with and other stuff, kind of, like, put me in the spirit. If you follow me on Twitter, you saw this. To, like, tweet, you know, a couple things that I wish more people knew. And, like, part of that is you're only really seeing a small segment of our lives. And if you don't have anything constructive to say, like, maybe keep it to yourself and what the fuck else did i say so wait you wrote this based on what this kid no did? it wasn't just about that it was also you attacked about... listeners no not at all oh i don't know i'm confused no, no, no. what i'm saying is there was like a bunch of things that inspired me and it was kind of also the reason why i brought it up in relation to this kid is sort of like what i my main point of what i wanted to come across is like There are real people behind, like, the content that you consume, and you are only seeing a very small snippet of their lives, and they are taking the time to create this to bring you joy, and first of all, if you don't like it, you don't have to consume it, and I'm not saying that in a bitchy way. Like, I'm not trying to- No, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. No, I'm trying to say that in- I'm not trying to say that in a bitchy way. Genuinely, it's like- Life is too short. We should all know that now better than ever. Life is too short to spend time consuming something that you are not enjoying. And there are That's a big of podcasts- thing in the wrestling world. It really it's is. It's a big thing in all the worlds yeah. because it's an well, important no, thing I know, to do. But yeah. So, and I'm not saying this like to be passive aggressive about anything in particular, but it's like, it's genuinely like me giving advice. Like we are making this show because this is something we enjoy and we hope that you enjoy it too. And there are plenty of times where there are podcasts that I really love that if you caught me on like the wrong mood on the wrong day or in the wrong headspace for yeah. like a period of time, it got difficult to listen to. So I just like put it aside and like came back to it when I was no. ready to receive Same. it. I've had times like that. Absolutely. So like do that. If you feel like you otherwise like the show, but then there's something about the show is not driving with you for whatever reason. Mm. But also, if you just genuinely don't enjoy the show, you can just, like, be quiet and well, just I mean, there's ton- en- like engage with something that you enjoy. There's, like, Twitter accounts in general where people would just be like... You know, you'll see a lot of celebrities that just go like, well, thanks for the follow, pretty much. Because it's like, why do you follow or care about anything I say or do if you don't actually, like, like me? If you don't actually like what you're hearing or seeing or whatever. Now, I know it seems like a little bit abstract to bring that up in relation to the kid and the parents, like, and the family or whatever. But I was thinking about that and in relation to, like I said... Um, two podcaster friends of mine recently have gotten like a bunch of negative feedback for just like being themselves and existing mm-hmm. on the shows that they create. Mm-hmm. And that shit didn't sit right with me the way y'all, the way these people were talking about this kid didn't sit right with me. And also like, I guess it's maybe just the headspace that I'm in right now. 
and I know this feels like kind of hypocritical to say mm-hmm. in terms of the fact that like we're just here shitting on shit that happened 13 years ago and like who are we to talk and you know we rag on these people all the time I spent like an hour dragging Buddha two episodes ago <laughs> yeah. but like in my defense that fucking guy like if, if your ideas are harmful I'm not saying if somebody's not if somebody's perpetuating harm or lies that's definitely one thing but i think if you just like don't like something the way something sounds the way something you know is there's obviously constructive ways to provide that feedback if you think it's something fixable but if you just genuinely straight up don't like it like literally we're begging you like i'd rather this podcast go out to five people who would really appreciate it than a bunch of people who just fucking don't is that too harsh? Like, is that too mean? Jeez. No, I mean, it's just, it's so frustrating. Like, life is too short to, like, have people, I don't know. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's what it sounds like. I just, like, don't listen. Like, I just, I don't know. No, it's true. It makes no sense. It's I don't. Weird. I don't listen to a lot of things like because I don't like it. We are not yeah. your cup of tea, and believe me, we are not a lot of people's cup of tea. We have fully. And it's like you that. said, this isn't specific. <laughs> it's not necessarily no, specifically about us. But I mean, just, we are. Where you're I using mean, us does, as an example of. Well, others. I mean, it also does kind of affect us. Like, and you know, I, I'm not saying this to be like to get back or be passive aggressive in any comments we've received. Because in some way, even the ones we don't like and don't agree with have benefited us in one way or another. But, like, just think about the fact that there are people on the other end of what you're saying Mm -hmm. when you're trying to say something. And again, not just about us, about everybody. I mean, listen, like, another podcaster that I know, because she told somebody basically what we're saying, like, if you don't like it, don't listen. And they basically told her she was going to die alone. Wow. I hope that that person who said it is having really bad karma right now. I mean, but the thing is, it's like, you know, there's only so much of, I I try my best. That really doesn't, there's no reason to say something like that. Well, yes, obviously. But like, you know, I really try my best, like, through a lot of this to just sort of keep in mind that we're all in the storm right now. And even what is, like, I've been saying that even the, the most blessed among us are still dealing with this shit and i heard a really good expression that was like we're all in the storm right now but some of us are in super yachts and some of us are in you know rafts yeah and everybody is dealing with that base level like fear and anxiety and terror and like sometimes we take it out on people you know like he was without Suncast the first stone i feel like i say that once an episode you know and i try to like i've been working on trying to give those people some grace Mm mm-hmm I mean, not that I'm in any position to give. That comment wasn't given to me. But I don't know. Just like. Just like if you don't like it, just keep it moving. Just like you can cancel that subscription. You can unfollow. Mm -hmm. It's like you said, it's not. It's better for everybody. Like, it's just it's better for you, probably, because it's not like getting that kind of shit off your chest always feels as good as you think it's going to feel. And I'm and believe me, if anybody knows that, it's fucking me. Just, I don't know, just, like, remember that we are, especially, like, for these free shows, like, we are doing this, especially these, we're, like, because as small-time people like us, like, we're doing this because we think it's fun, 
you know, like we're not raking in any money from this. We are devoting not just the hours that we spend recording, but like the hours that we spend prepping and planning and watching the show and doing other things. Like it is a lot that goes into it. And I do enjoy it. And I wanted to do this because I enjoy it and I want to keep enjoying it. Like I want the joy. That's part of why I shifted some of that work to you too, is because I wanted the joy of this process to come back. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be a joyful experience. So like, let's just make this a joyful experience, everybody. Your end, my end. Don't take this to mean that you can't ever be like, bitch, here's how you fucked up. Because I told you we had like, cause you know, we had that good laugh about that diabetes one where we got dragged. And you know what? We deserved it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and it helps educate us. That. I'm always, yeah, absolutely. I'm always down to be educated. And not even because it was like, we're the five star. It was like, damn, we were speaking out of our asses and we deserved every second of that. So... It's not like you can't and come to us. And they were very polite about it. Right. And it's not like you can't come to us or to me and be like, here's where I think that you guys are going wrong or where you're going wrong or Mike's going wrong or whatever. It's not like we're not open to that. Don't feel like you're going to get dragged if you reach out to us or leave like a less than positive review. I'm just asking for my sake and for any other podcaster out there's sake with the exception of somebody shitty like Joe Rogan or Mike Bidet, like Fuck them. Wait, like, his last name is Bidet? No, not Bidet. Boudet. B-O-U-D-E-T. Oh. He's he's scumbag piece of shit. So, like, I'm not saying that there aren't people who don't deserve to be dragged. I'm just saying that, like, your regular small-time podcaster or medium-time podcaster, we have our own shit going on, too. Just keep it keep it to yourself. <laughs> just that's all I'm saying. If you don't have something nice to say, keep it to yourself. I just feel like there's also a little bit of a lost art of like maybe talking shit behind somebody's back is a good idea. Not everybody needs to know exactly how you feel about them. Jeez. I must have fucking missed something. I don't know. We can talk about it off air. We, whatever. Um, Clearly. My God. So now like half an hour later. um, Timestamps, people. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about the episode? Well, I had a whole song thing planned about a half hour ago. What? With well, because you were talking about Mulan. Oh no, we can move on. I was literally about to be like, let's get down to business of I love New York season two, episode five, Blood Oath Gone Bad. Okay. That wasn't terrible. Wasn't great. Wow. If you don't have nice to say, keep it to yourself. I was... It's constructive. No, that's true. <laughs> that's scene. true. We do appreciate constructive criticism. And scene. But, it'll, <laughs> yes, but nothing will end my cheesiness. That's true. So as we said, though, we are going to actually get into this right now. Finally. We are I Love New York Season 2, Episode 5, titled... And the where we watched it, I think, had a misspelling. Yes. So it the is title not blood oath. oath. I thought oath, and I was like, "Well, that's kind of funny. No, I wonder what's going on." No, it does not make any sense. It's blood oath. Blood oath gone bad. Yes. So we open right after elimination from the previous night, where New York is hugging it, and he's making like really weird noises. Where Taylor made yes, Taylor made comes downstairs and kind of like turns to the side to like avoid people real quick. He's so dramatic. He is. This woe is me shit all around the house. Just like, where is the fainting couch when you need one? But then we do get a quick talking head from him where he's saying that New York is letting him stay, but he does know that he is in the doghouse. Woof woof. 
He's really lucky that it doesn't rain in L.A., though. Cause he's, no, like, absolutely. Because he's, like, all set up outside for, like, dramatic well, effect. Well, as everyone now knows, keeping up with the show, he does not have a room anymore. You'd think, like, bro, go sleep on a fucking couch. You also have enough people have gone that you can, like, restructure the rooms at this go point. Go somewhere. There's, like, like, how many of them are there now? There are eight? I believe so. There are eight of them, and they started out where there were 20, or at least 15 the first night, so, like, almost half the house is gone you can find an empty room. There's going to be a room or a spot somewhere. So, I mean, they they could also just do this kind of for effect because by next episode, oh, well, he's going to be somewhere else. I'm so tired So, yes, of this. he does end up sleeping outside on one of, like, the pool chairs uh, where he starts having a dream of New York walking out and then kissing, which I thought this was funny because all of a sudden, Entertainer, what is he's kind of, it seems like he's going to be known for now. It's him screaming, I love New York. And oh, he scares the living shit out of him. you thought he actually yelled that? I thought that they just dubbed that in. No, I like, he's that... standing at the end of the bed and you see him, like, fucking throw his arms up. Yeah, stuff. but like, you don't screaming. see him, what he's actually yelling. Oh, you no. don't see his mouth Oh, he could have screamed anything. And they're probably just like, eh, that's not appropriate. Let's or, just put no, this. no, like, I think it just would be more interesting for him to yell that, so. For the show? Yeah. So we now are moving to the next morning, where Big Ant shows up and he brings a note, which reads... Morning, fellas. I am your goddess. <laughs> it sounds kind of. Morning, fellas. I am your goddess, and I want to see what you have to offer up to me. Go grab the most important, valuable, or meaningful item you have with you, and meet me in the great hall in one hour. The one who impresses me with their devotion will be spending extra time with their goddess. Oh wait, XOXO New York. The way I you wrote know it. That you know you love terribly. me, XOXO Gossip Girl. I'd never watch that. Never mind. That is pretty funny. Which I thought it was kind of weird that they gave... It's like, hey, we got a date. See you in 10 minutes. And then other times it's like, hey, just go grab the valuable item that we probably told you to bring with you beforehand and you have an hour. And it's this like, is what? why this show has gotten to the point of like straight up parody. I think the time frames are bullshit. I think the time frame... Well, I mean, it's not like... If they knew they had to bring something, it's not like it would take a lot of effort for them to like pull out the thing no. that they specifically brought oh. for this person. Oh yeah, this thing's over in my suitcase. Great. Boom. So, or hey guys, we have that stuff of yours in this storage room over here. Yeah, they didn't need to Same with the gifts. Everything's together. Yeah. Bastards. We do get a quick talking head of Midget Mac where he says that he just had a family tragedy though, so this is actually the moment that he's been waiting to like tell her everything. I also Which is love cool. that he's What's going got on? several embroidered Midget Mac hats. Oh, it's fantastic. Like Love you love to see it. If it was more acceptable, I'd probably wear one nowadays. A midget Mac hat specifically. I'd buy one if he was it's just earning like money. He got it embroidered at the mall. Like it's he should have started like a business. But it's like a regular. It's not like it's. It's already probably like a fitted hat with a sports team logo on it. Just like you oh, don't remember true. at the mall when you could get. Shit well, you could do anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah T-shirts made. Or that's whatever. all that is. It was the peak time of that. It was the peak time we all spent at the mall as teenagers. True. The guys walk in and there's an old, I just wrote, there's an old white lady by New York with a bunch of skulls and shit around her. It's also worth noting that it is not even three full minutes into the episode. And that includes the last week on and the credit sequence. So it is, I don't know exactly how long it is that, that they're getting right into this challenge, quote unquote. But like, this is, I think, a new record. Well, the spirits don't waste time. 
So New York says in her past, she's been with men who weren't willing to make sacrifices for her. So each of you brought an offering. Step up one at a time, place it on the table, and explain its importance. And then you're going to sign a blood oath. Okay, two things. One, New York is dressed like how we used to dress for toga parties in college. Ah! Like, you just throw on something white and remotely, like, Grecian kind of cut, throw a little headband over your head, do big curls, and you're ready to go be, there's probably some politically incorrect term for hang out a frat house, but I can't think of it right now. Thank God. Also, Jeez. when they walk in the room with this woman, and clearly there's, like, a whole big elaborate setup with candles and like party city like skulls and things yeah. like that like a very elaborate setup and she's it's holding like spirit this, um, halloween showed up for an episode ex- well right the spirit it's halloween uh in the spirit of the up, season took up shop in the i love new york house as it would because it is the hermit crab of brands uh <laughs> this house will be vacant soon enough so and this old woman is there like holding the pendulum glad they didn't uh go into any sort of traveler slurs or any of that and i couldn't find this woman uh, I wasn't expecting her name to be Lori. Uh, what were you thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Something that's not like Agnes. a regular. I, maybe. I don't know. Something that's not like a regular ass fucking name. But. It would have been great if she had that creepy voice from the woman like in Poltergeist. I, here, just do it. I don't know it. I don't know what she says. Carol Ann? Yeah. Carol Ann. I can't do it right now. Okay. My nose is stuffed. Also, though, when Midget Mac is being interviewed about it, he goes. Oh, shit. A poltergeist. Geist, he says? Yes. Oh, my God. That's funny. He is good, a though. Pulster, he does have... Uh, my bad. It was a polstergeist. Oh, my God. He's got some pretty good comedic timing, though. He's very He's good funny. with some stuff. Yeah. I mean, I understand that you decide... Like, you know, you go into your next relationship after being in a couple bad ones, and you're like, listen, here are my ground rules. Like, here's what I'm willing to tolerate, and here's what I'm not willing to tolerate. And, you know, saying to yourself... I want a man who's willing to make sacrifices for me. That is a reasonable thought. Or you want a person who will make sacrifices for you. Nothing crazy, just, you know, like sacrifices. I just don't understand, like, and I understand that this is narrative structure, whatever. Like, but this is like another thing where I don't understand how she can be like, take a very logical thought and have it go to this very illogical conclusion. They have to sign fucking blood oaths that they promised to tell the truth like i don't like that's how you're going to prove that he's committed to you sis like this is i feel like this is something that would be made up on like snl or mad tv about what a reality show during this time would do just led by like kate mckinnon right and she no she'd be the lori actually (laughs) i forgot about this until we started doing rock of love again but there was that snl sketch where they were making fun of it and there was a character that Amy Poehler used to do. I feel like her name was Amber, but I could be wrong. And she was like, and she was used to things. She's like, I got one leg. And then she would like do some kind of like arms cross pose. Oh my God. I'm going to pull it up. It's, it's pretty funny. It's fucked up, but it's I feel funny. like I have heard. Of yeah. That you've though. absolutely seen it before. I got one leg and they did a, they did a rock of love with that. So she, yes. New York introduces us to her spiritual guide, Lori, who it seems like she just met her for the first time ever. Probably. Who reads positive and negative energy and channels the spirits. She does explain that the blood oath is very serious. You do not lie. They're not even signing with their real names, so how serious is it she, really? She's, they're signing with, they're actually pricking their fingers, though, and giving the thumbs. I used to hate those things as a fucking kid. 
It's used to, fine. The blood test as a kid, and they used to prick your finger. God, I hated that. We find out that they cannot lie. She will know. Her pendulum will know. And the karma from lying will follow you the rest of this life, the next, and the many beyond. Did I ever tell you my pendulum story? That sounds very vague. <laughs> it's it's like, what? Like, where is this going? Yeah, so... And I don't even remember the context. I just remember a few details of this story. And so my mother's family is Italian and Russian Jewish, but they were raised Catholic because their mother was Catholic. And the thing about Catholicism, and I'm bringing this up a little bit earlier than I planned to, is that Catholicism is like a couple steps away from the polytheistic sort of religion, right? Because as much as you pray to God and you pray to Jesus and whatever... You also, like, have all these other saints that you're praying to, right? The only one I know is the one that helps you find things. I'm going to get to that later. Well, I was going to talk about it. Oh, it's your mom that literally says, pray to whoever and you'll find it? I mean, it might be me. Like, I'm not really Catholic, but, like, I don't, I mean, I'm not really Catholic anymore. I forgot what the fuck I was. I thought it might have been her. I don't know. So, like, well, right. So, St. Anthony is the one that you're talking about. That's the one. Something lost, something found, or whatever. Yeah, you're supposed to say, please come around. Uh, Something is lost and it can't be found. Yes. And you're supposed to say that over and over until you find it. Then you're supposed to, like, bring your pets to get prayed over by, like, uh, St. Francis of Assisi and St. Benedict, you're supposed to pray to before you take a test because he's, like, the patron saint of schools and, like, academics. Like, not supposed to, but, like. Any of these people. Oh, well, yes. In case. I don't know where we talked about it. By this it. point, everyone... Well, it might have been more Patreon. It might have Patreon yes. very focused. Mike has no idea about religion I did so not whatever. grow up religion. He's like, I know got who the Jesus most is. Irish name and just has no connection to religion whatsoever. Nope. So, my family, like I said, very Catholic. Some of my mom's siblings are more religious than others. But, like, apparently, they did this thing where you stick... And I'm sure some of y'all have heard of this, where you stick... a. Uh, a needle into the eraser of a pencil. Okay. And then you thread the um, needle. Okay. And you let it swing. And it's supposed to like predict how many children you'll have. The or pencil something. swing? So the pencil yeah. is technically so, the pendulum. Yes. Gotcha. Well, it's like the pencil attached to the, uh, the, the, string. the needle. Yeah. So uh, I don't even remember how long ago it was that I did it. Uh-oh. But it was years ago, and my aunt was still alive. Um, mm-hmm. My Aunt Carol was still alive at the time. So it was at least, like, 12 years ago. Okay. At the most. So we did it. And the reason why I remember that she was involved in this process, because I stuck my hand underneath it. And I forgot. It's like if it swings one way, you're supposed to have a boy, and one way, the other way, you're okay. supposed to have a girl. And, like, the, the number of times it sways that way, because it's supposed to go around in a circle and then go back and forth one way and around in a circle and then, like, however many kids you're supposed to have. So I put my hand under the pencil, because I think that's how it goes, and I got two boys. Mm-hmm. Oh. And my Aunt Carol, who had two boys, like my two cousins, said, that is what I got. Wow. And when I was Googling it to make sure that this was really a thing, a lot of people were saying, oh, no, mine ended up being right. So. Wow. Supposedly on deck for us, I guess. I'd be cool with two boys. Of course. What? Might get a little rowdy, but. Well, whatever. I'm a little rowdy, so. <laughs> Very true. Oh, great. Your rowdiness with boys' testosterone? <laughs> what's that line from? We're going to have a lot of holes in walls. Well, what's that line from? Fuck. I don't punch things, by the way. I want, I want to be very boys clear do. about that. Not mine. Yeah, you don't no. know. There will Although no I never punch. put a hole in a there wall either. There will never be any of that white boy punching no. wall shit. I normally punch house. soft things just to make, like I'll punch a pillow or whatever because you don't want to hurt yourself. I've never seen you do that in eight years of dating. Yeah, because I don't really get that mad. 
that's true i i just think about that line from bridesmaids where it's like you know what i did the other day i cracked a blanket in half oh my god that's, that's a what line? i think i cracked a blanket in yes half? when they're that's, on the plane i think that's pretty funny i did not know that that was a line yeah that's yes, funny it is um why did i bring that up oh yeah so that's pendulum. my pendulum story yeah. so i don't know i i, I never had one i don't I don't remember how the pencil thing works, and I'll have to ask like my family about it. And but in the end, you're supposed to but it's pe- a thing. supposedly have two boys. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. I'll keep you all posted. I guess if we're still recording this by the time that happens. At some point, they'll end up being guests. No. <laughs> no, especially today after the way people talked about that kid. That's true. Most of y'all will never see our children. <laughs> like that is a promise. I, I can't. Like, I just can't. People are too out of control. Well, just like our children, you won't see the wandering souls in this house. Oh, boy. Where there supposedly are 16, which is not the amount of children. some souls in this house. That's funny. Just wait. Halloween's coming. Some wet-ass poltergeists. Oh, Jesus Christ. Some weird-ass poltergeists. Weird. There you go. That's true. Some weird. Actually, I saw Let something. Me, I can picture Lori be like, man, I got that wop. You know what I'm saying. Ooh. Watch this pendulum swing, baby. The weird ass pendulum. There you go. We need to stop making WAP jokes. Oh, like, but this is getting there's so, so out. many. It's phenomenal. I like it. It's fun. Supposedly, there's 16 spirits in this house, though, which is kind of like whoa. Yeah, in this like bullshit rented out mansion in the hills. I'm sure 16 souls in this house. There you go. <laughs> that works. Well, you said there's some souls. Well, I'm I getting saw, specific. I actually saw like a cartoon too that was like uh, it was like in front of uh what looked like a haunted house and there were two kids like trick-or-treating there was a sign that was like there's some souls in this house and like the caption underneath was like uh something about witches and pumpkins that's not bad either yeah a lot of good puns i like it so we do get a quick like you see new york kind of like look up and kind of get like all nervous like ah who knows so the first up is entertainer where he actually gets kind of like the whole thing here everyone else kind of gets sped through he does tell us though that he believes in psychic spirits. Yeah, Ghosts, because he's nothing like, to fuck around he's with. Italian. He's probably Catholic. Like I believe yeah, in a lot of makes, this shit. Well, though. I know, but like when it's it's a lot more ingrained in your culture. Like there are certain cultures that I don't think are as like inclined to like believe the. Everybody has their own version of spiritual stuff. I think oh, there yeah. are some cultures I believe it. that are much more like inclined to believe in that stuff. Yeah. And Italians and Catholic people are very much the mm. kind of people who believe it. Whether it's just an energy thing, an actual spirit from another dimension, who knows? Know. Nobody maybe fucking we'll, knows, but we'll something do, like, happens. Maybe a bonus like, Q&A on the Patreon at some yeah. point. About, I'll tell like, you all my stories. Right, about Mike's uh, haunted room at his mom's When house. I was younger. Bad energy. Just Only one thing ever happened here. What? You don't remember? Remember no. the time I got pulled on the bed? No. Yeah, yo, when I went shot, I shot down like a foot, and you're like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, I don't know. Oh my you don't God. remember that, no, huh? I yeah, don't yo. remember anything. My brain is The garbage. distance I went down was not something I could have physically done. It was a physical impossibility. I did, My whole body just went whoop, shot down the bed, and you're like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing that ever happened here. Like you said, maybe one day on the Patreon, I'll go into details about some other shit. So... He comes up and he gives a scarf that was made from who he says is his second family, and it's the children at Down Syndrome that he works with, which is nice. I'm a little surprised that a that's thing we his didn't, line of work. Yeah, a thing we didn't know about. I guess it also sort of explains his sincerity a little bit. True. You know, like, that he, because he always came across to me as more, like, 
legit. Like, the more uh, down-to-earth version yeah. of 12-pack. I wonder if Sister Patterson knows about this, because I feel like she might I not be as much of a... I don't think it matters. You're a pervert! How young is the youngest woman you've been with? Oh my god, now I just thought in context, like, that's such a horrible accusation to make when somebody works in that line of work. Oh, of course. I mean, it's a, no, it's a horrible accusation well, she didn't to make say, it's not true regardless, yes, but... Yes. So New York does ask Laurie if she's picking anything of negative from him, because her mom thinks he's a perv, which is mm. funny. Laurie clarifies, though, that he is not a pervert, which is nice. So we do get his full oath here, which is, I, the entertainer, do solemnly swear I am here for New York, that I am not a sexual deviant, which we get a quick cut to him sucking her toes, Uh. which was definitely producer forced. He says he has never had, this was a little weird, he says he has never had thoughts of, and then we just got like a long bleep. I just didn't know if it was like fucking or what well, I don't fucking know. would be weird because he's definitely have thoughts of that it's got to be something else I, the whole thing is dramatic because then they were yeah. like and i don't have porno magazines strewn on the floor yeah. of my home like how oddly specific should this be a false oath may the spirit seek me out and punish me and i was like oh i wonder how they're gonna do this time where we just mentioned they do the fucking fingerprint prick thing and i fucking hate that oh my god let it go i hated it as a kid yo. it's not that my funny. doctor sucked at it i've had it done where it was like pop and Ew, you're like oh nothing way to say yes that. but i had one like i don't know i know you're probably gonna hear this i'm sorry can you still see the scar i used to have a scar on my finger i would hope you still can't see it because then that means you haven't really done a lot with your hands since then <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of funny <laughs> now you get it yeah how do you not get that right away? No, oh, just... no, I was laughing at, like, the way you went. <laughs> what is it? Damn you, Bernice! What, dodgeball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we now get Mr. Wise, who, it's a real quick one. Where... Oh, wait, no, you forgot that, like, entertainers, like, if New York thinks, like, I'm gonna leave her, she's, she's crazy, I've never broken up with a girl in my life, and I'm, like, sitting there going, so that means they always break up with you. And he goes, they always leave me. And he says it with like full sincerity. And I was crying. Like as a joke, like, well. So yes, apologies. I missed that. That is pretty I can't funny. believe you missed that. It was yeah. so hilarious. So next up is Mr. Wise, who offers a picture that his father painted of him, who New York has the same reaction that I did, where it goes, wow, that really does not look like him. And it doesn't really look like him, but she's like, it's, it's much hotter. No. And it's like. It's a good picture, though. It's a good picture. It's a like, very it's a well done. Yeah, it's a very well done painting. And then it cuts right through the rest of the fingerprint. We don't know what his vow was. That's all right. And then Pretty comes up with a pretty interesting one where he allegedly allegedly offers a tie that he received from former President Bill Clinton, who, while he was interning, gave him the tie from right off of his own neck. Which is like, all right, pretty cool. So I'm like, yo, don't get me it wrong, yo. It actually happened. If I was interning somewhere and Obama and gave I mean, me a fucking tie, I'd be like, oh, shit. And we know that he did actually, like, work on Capitol Hill yes. in a couple instances, including the one that got him in big legal trouble. He's only your bill, and he's standing here on Capitol Hill. Why are you making it like a rap sound? There's a rap song. I forgot what it's called. But it goes like, there's a, it's awesome. It samples that. Oh, I forgot the guy's name. Apologies. If you Google it, you'll find it. It's a rap song. It's actually pretty good. It's like this, like overweight. White I dude. don't believe this story, and neither do I. 
it, it could be possible. I mean, he doesn't have the best tra- track record with interns. Listen to your wrong about. I he could have. Obviously, you all know the yeah. story I'm referring to. But he could have. Listen to the you wrong about episode about it. I think he could. Maybe he was wearing it once while interning and he met him or something. I don't think he actually just gave him. Like, hey, here's like, a tie, I, young I feel man. like the only context it would be hypothetically, assuming that it's real, which I'm not, I don't believe. No. Is that, especially because it's a very bold tie for a president. Eh, Bill Clinton was a bold man. Well, well. Uh, would be like something like, "Oh, you don't have a tie here. Take this one." Like you, yeah. you didn't watch the DNC, Come here, right? Young fella. No, that's you didn't watch the that DNC. was more George Bush. Fuck okay, me. Okay, I know. I know now. Now I can all. I, hey, now Mike. Now you can do a George Mike, Bush impression. If you ever want me to do a George Bush impression, say, "Hey, Mike, do a Bill Clinton impression." It's like, oh, listen to the Patreon. I where Mike do not has have sexual relations with that woman. Yeah, that's, that's definitely better. a George Bush Come impression. Here, young boy. Okay. No, that's not George Bush. That's more Bill Clinton. It's not. So Here, young Phil, have this tie. No, that's definitely okay. That's just weird. I'm sorry. I'm now I completely stop. lost my train of thought. You're saying did I watch the DNC? I said no. Oh, you didn't watch the DNC. So it got to like a certain. I think it was like the last night, maybe like the night and a half, where like it seemed like Joe Biden like showed up anywhere anybody has ever had cancer. So he's like. The John Legend of showing up to places where people have had cancer. I guess. I guess. Um, For my, those my who don't know, yes. I have this thing about John Legend where, like, John Legend will show up to the opening of a letter. Like, that motherfucker will show up to anything. All the award shows, all of the special tributes, John Legend is there. It's him, Stevie Wonder, Alicia Keys, and Common. I was going to say, he normally has Common with him. Normally. Because they're buddies. Right. But... Joe Biden was showing up everywhere where people like all of a sudden it would just be like and then like we, my family was sitting Shiva and there was Joe Biden and it's just like what the fuck <laughs> like how does he know and he like will talk to your grandma on the phone for like three hours and then like hop on his train back to Delaware like I, I'm not listen we are not like Joe Biden hive I just think it's interesting that a lot of people have stories about him showing up or calling somebody's grandma when it came to something with cancer. That was my whole point of that. So, like, in that same kind of way, I could see Bill Clinton being the charming, quote-unquote, man that he was doing something like that, being like, oh, you you need a tie. Like, where's your tie? And, like, taking his tie off. Do the impression. No, absolutely not. It's at this point in the show where I need to say, I'm really off the rails today. But, you know whatever everything's fucking chaos keep going everything is chaos so she does say you know of course they're gonna make their jokes here where it's yeah. like did he really give you that i better check for stains ha 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 okay ha. that was like a, that was like a although even Lori, i think was laughing at this point like you heard like it sounded like an old white woman okay laugh. but it's funny because he was like an intern like that was like the thing no it she was... meant this oh i thought just because bill clinton gave it to you and he's always like sleeping with women yeah, I didn't think one of cute. those women, the most significant one, was an intern. No, I know that. I thought, never mind. I, I don't the know if you just said it. meant it that yes. way, but, like, it was, it's a No, I thought it meant, because, like, yeah, like, Bill Clinton is a like sexual I'm, deviant. It's not like I met Bill Clinton at a bar. The, the joke would still fly, but to me, yes. it was extra good because he was an intern on Capitol Hill. Gotcha. So. Although I did say, make a side note, I hope Monica Lewinsky is thriving. She, she seems like she, she is. She has a good Twitter, and she makes a lot of jokes about herself in that situation, you which know, is I funny. I have like weird mixed feelings about that, because I definitely appreciate that she does. But also, at a certain point, it's like, maybe, like, find another joke. Wow. I don't know. Like, I don't mind them. But, like, damn, if bitch, every time I'm seeing you is, like, you making some reference to, like, 
this really that's the only not the only thing that went down in the oval office ha 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 right yeah i got you what was that one where it was like i have a blank joke but it blank the only one i really enjoyed was hers where it was like i have an i have a white house joke but it sucks or like i have an intern joke but it sucks or something like that i don't know but i get it it makes it's kind of funny yeah. yeah oh boy but she actually did get a lot of shit for a while, and it's like she. No, know, she didn't deserve it. That's why there's it should have been on him more. That you're wrong about. Well, because like that's the thing. Because that should happen when we were like little kids. Yes. And so, like again, as much as I say now, like oh, this the the age difference when we're watching the of love shows, like you're not really thinking about the what an adult is when you're like 17, 18 yeah. years old. But like now, as an adult, uh. The president of the United States married with a daughter in his, what was he, 50s, 60s, whatever? I have no idea at the time. At, old enough. Old. Old enough. And, it, like, do you, like, ever think about what 22 really is? Not really. Like, she was 22. Yeah. She had an old-looking face, but she oh. was a solid 22. One year later, and no one's going to like her. Get it? We're, I, I get it. Just stay with me for a moment. I'm with you, yeah. Just, like, it is really fucked up. Like, that is really... No, amazing. it's really... It's Listen crazy. Listen you're wrong about, please. Um, I mean, there's, like, a 30-something-year age difference. Not yeah. that... Hey, there's rich dudes out there with really young women, but that's the big thing. It's the power thing. I mean, it's like, the president of the fucking powerful. United right. States. He's the most powerful man in the world at the time. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Wolf. <laughs> Who... Huh? Who offers his college championship track ring. So I was like, oh, interesting. Really? Because I was like, that's it? That's like the best you could do? It's, I thought it was interesting. I had no course, idea that he was like for, a the, championship. The, I mean, he looks The former like athlete of this relationship, yes. Yeah, the former it's very athlete true. of this relationship was like, it is a big deal. It's tough enough to win a championship alone in any fucking age. We don't know where he went to college. We don't know true. if that's an impressive feat or yeah. not. It's well, winning a championship anywhere, I think, is. So his oath, his oath is pretty much just saying like, well, um, anyway, pretty much his oath is just saying he's got a big dick and he promises to use his blessed member for good. Never for evil. So she looks at Lori and says, oh, so he's really huge. And she's just, Lori's just laughing and she's like, well, look at the pendulum. That was so funny. Lori was here for the shift. She's like, look at this wop. That would have been great. No. So next up is Punk. Who actually has a pretty good story here. Like, yeah, I thought it was, t- it was, it was nice. touching. It was his father's gold wristwatch, who passed away roughly four years ago. He was very close with them. And it was, like, right before he he got his law school acceptance letter, which is really nice. And, well, because like, his father, like, was obs- really I shouldn't. I don't want to say obsessed school. with Harvard, but his well, thing no, is, like, like, they're the greatest school in the well, world. Well, I mean, that's kind of how people consider It's not like his father is, like, it's not like he's, I mean, I don't know if he was a legacy or not. But, like, it's not like his father was like, ah, yes, my unique opinion that Harvard Law School I know. is the most prestigious. Well, especially <laughs> at that time, before people were really doing all their research and being like, obviously the Ivy Leagues would, like, change who's the most elite. They say their shit. I think Harvard is still, like, it's always gonna be, yes. the most It will always be book. respected as the top tier of top tier. So, you know, she was touched by that story. She does want him to keep the the watch. So oh, that's yes. That's an important I'm, thing. All, that's something she I She claims to, to be taking all of these guys' things. I don't buy it. But she's like, I think you should keep it because it obviously means a yes. lot to you. A la, you know, Laylene's mother's ring Thank or you. whatever. I was about to call her Smiley because I forgot her name. Yeah, I had to do the callback. 
Which is like, hey, you know, I get it. And for all the bullshit on this show, like, I actually do Have- buy this story, yes. for sure. Following Punk is It, who just has another really weird fucking segment here, where he says he's got a wallet from his grandma who traveled, a ring from his father, and I don't know- Baba. I don't know if the ring was the thing the mom had on the driving lesson. He just I... said, I got something from my mom's driving lesson where she failed and her she added on her the second time and she passed. Fully gibberish. I don't know what to do with this information. It's I... a complete bullshit thing. I don't know. In which New York now thinks she's having doubts about him. Because everything seems like a joke to him. And I'm like, yo, like, it's been clear on that since day one. Yeah, he should have been long gone. Exactly. Like, I'd get if the producers want to keep him or something. I'm sure they do. Come on. That's why he's there. So his... Also, he's, like, not terrible looking. Like, I mean, he's not a guy I would look at and be like, oh, that guy's really hot. But, like, you know, we've seen worse. So his oath involves that he is actually crazy and not playing a part here or an actor. And she also asks him if he's here for New York. And he says he can't say that right now. Which he kind of makes valid sense of like hey like i've known you for a week like i can't say i'm gonna love you for a lifetime i mean or... weirdly the most sense he's made in the entire show is when he's explaining to her like no i can't say that i love you after a week of knowing you yeah like literally the most coherent in terms of being able to hear him but also in terms of his but he, sentiment he does refuse the blood oath because his big thing is like he doesn't fuck with spiritual stuff he says That's fair. And I think that that is, even if it's like all staged and clearly made up, it it is still a big ask for a variety of reasons for somebody to sort of go against potentially their religion or their belief system in some way to to make this kind of compromise for a television show. Yeah, no, it's true. So, yeah. Well, she, of course, has her line here. If you're afraid of spirits, wait till New York is on your ass. Well, she also says, and this is when I was like, oh, this is just a parody of a reality dating show at this point. She goes, the fact that he did not sign this blood oath means that he's not here for me fully. And it sounds like, I feel like, don't you think that that would sound like something that would be made up? Oh, of like, course. as like in some sort of uh, like Wayans brother, like scary movie type of version yes. of uh, like a reality show where it's like, he wouldn't be willing to sign over his firstborn child to me. And that feels wrong and it's like yeah sometimes people don't want to like prick their finger and like mess around with their religion or spiritual beliefs for a woman they've just met in front of a bunch of tv cameras like that would have been funny if he said like yo like i just don't want to prick my finger that shit hurts i mean i wouldn't put it past him that would be funny and he just like signs it anyway yeah after it is midget mac who we actually we finally get his story where we find out he is a father of two girls, Eliza and Destiny. And you see her face actually, I thought it was a real legit wholesome smile. When she, she, she seems surprised. She makes the most genuine faces when she talks to him. She does. It's the most real Tiffany we see out of any of these contestants, I think, across all of the shows. And it, I 100% agree. And it seems like, because she's like, oh, this isn't an act. Like, this is just like, I mean, she knows she's not going to choose him in the end. I think that's part of it, too. But I feel like- And she's like, like, oh, well, you're a little guy. You're trying. We can talk about this more later on. But, like, I feel like there's a real chemistry there. Like, please, please, listeners, 
follow up with me and let me know if you agree, if you feel like there's real chemistry between them. So I don't know if I'm just being, again, naive or what, but I just feel like there is something really there. So I would love to hear your theories on it. Genuinely, I mean. I mean, I think so as well. Her thing is, though, obviously, if he was like 6'1", I think, I think that he has a chance a harder, to win the fucking show. I don't think so. I think that, like I said, I think that New York is, she's willing to let her guard down with him because she knows it's not going to go anywhere. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. You did mention that back And I think it day. just is, like, a bonus that he also has, like, a good personality with her. I can't speak to, like, some of the other stuff I've heard about the way he's behaved since then that involves, like, I love money. Like, I can't speak to any of that because I don't remember it. Yeah. But um in the interim the way he is acting with her is very nice so tell them why he's bringing up his daughters yes so we find out that the daughter's mother passed away on march 16th of this past year or not our year now but no like of the year yeah which is roughly about four months before this yes i I am like at a loss. Like I don't know I, how you could be here four months after the mother of your child, who you say is your fiance, dies. Well, so that's the thing. They refer to her as like the mother of his children. He re- he calls her his fiance, and then he says my girlfriend, and like all different things. So it's like we don't know if they were together when she passed away. We don't know if like what their relationship status was. If he like planned on marrying her, just in theory, or just what was that they were actually like with a ring engaged we yeah. don't know she died it sounds like in complications related to the birth of his younger daughter he does say with the second daughter i don't know if it was birth. like immediately after and again i don't know her race but like yes. first of all the united states has an incredibly high uh death rate for parents or the birth givers because we want to keep it gender neutral okay women in particular there's like an incredibly high rate given how advanced, quote unquote, our medical system is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the race of this woman in question, but that number is exponentially higher if you are black or Latinx or indigenous. Um, so please look into the stats about that. It is really important as much as we are all trying to take care of racism in terms of policing and law enforcement and the legal system. There's also a lot that needs to be done in terms of medical stuff. Very so, true. And believe women when they tell you they feel like shit if you're like a medical person out there, you know? He does explain, he said, it actually, the birth of her, it enlarged her heart, which sent her into cardiac arrest. Yeah, That's but a, I didn't know, if it, know if it was immediately yeah. after, like, after, after. And it does actually look like he's fighting, you know, back from crying, obviously. Like, I mean, how could you not? It has to be hard. Like, because even if you're not crying for your own sake, like, you have to be sad for your children. Of course. So. Which he said he did love her, and then he has not dated anyone since, which is now where New York finds, where you start, we realize, too, like, this is her out. She's like, yeah. oh, well, he's not over it, like. It's a valid one, though. Oh, 100%. Like, hundred percent wants to deal with all that? Taylor Maid is up next. So he comes up, and he's just very weird while doing the whole hello goddess thing they're he all doing. so extra. Like, I'm so tired of him and this. And it's like he's doing the most for literally no reason. And he presents a picture of his daughter, Asia. Who we actually see the picture of. We don't see the picture of um, of Mac's daughter. No, those are like right out they of the wallet. They were small. Yeah, down. they were like yeah. wallet size. Whereas this one's like a framed photograph of this little girl with her little Sears yeah. portrait. It was very cute. I mean, I get his whole thing with like 
crediting her for his accomplishments, I guess I kind of get it. Like, he could have, like, looked at his life differently and been like, I need to do something to, like, provide for her. Yeah, we're not parents. And, I mean, it's what he said is not uncommon for, like, what I've heard parents say about, Mm -hmm. like, feeling the need to kind of turn their lives around to whatever degree that means. New York doesn't buy it, but I think also she's got some weird femdom arrangement with him, so I'll let that cook whatever. I don't think it sounded super insincere to me. No, it's okay. For all the shit that he says that sounds super insincere the rest of the time, like I I don't know, I felt like I I bought this. And like the way he talks about her now is still kind of like that. So And he's you know, of course she does the whole like just telling me what I want to hear kind of shit. Yeah. So his oath because we got like no oaths except entertainer Who and him. Who cares? Because like the thing is like nobody else is like nobody else really has like a storyline. Like what would Mister Wise's have said? That's true. Like we don't know anything about him, so you know what relevance does that have? So Taylor Maids is that he is here for New York, that he's a good balanced person. Where we do get a couple cuts now with the other guys like shaking their heads and shit at him. He says, "I am not a snitch," and he kind of like cough i'm saying he kind of like does that like cough clears his throat thing while finishing the rest like he knew like oh wow i had to say it fuck so he wants to sign and i love how of course it's producer intervention or something or i don't know if new york says something because Lori, of course goes like i'd think twice before signing that yeah i yeah. laughed when she said it though it's like you knew it was set up for this come on or maybe like she kind of gave everybody that speech and like or you know and they produ- put I, it producers here. definitely informed her yes. about the narrative they were she was ready for it and i do think it was funny because he ends up doing it and all the guys are like oh punk's like he's lying in front of the spirit lady and all the dead spirits in this house and it's like there are no spirits stop it like stop it and it starts new york questioning again saying what is he what else is he lying about because we all know that was bullshit you know who else is lying yes i'm sorry sister patterson Technically, I'm right. Yes, man, man, I can't even do it right now. With my I nose. know. I'm, sorry. I'm like so ashamed of myself. I apologize, people. I normally do a very good muscle man. And if you don't watch Cartoon Network, you probably have no fucking idea what we're doing. That's true. But, people are probably just like, oh my um, god, what are they saying? Right. What is this thing? The regular show is on Hulu. Just well, check it what out. is it, the watch thing? Especially if you are um, on the Huid. Nice. What isn't it? What is it? A TikTok where someone does it with like, you know who else has a whoop? And it's like, please, for God, <laughs> well, no, okay, no, so there's no. There's this character named Muscle Man. Yes. And he I has the greatest really joke know, of all time. I don't really know how to explain him. He looks sort of like a Frankenstein and he's got a mullet and uh, he's got this weird voice like this. Yes. And uh, he tries to tell like your mom jokes, but it, it's always my mom. Yes. He twists so, the joke. His thing is like, you know who else? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. My mom. You know who else signed her blood oath? That was pretty good. Yes. Um, I can normally do it when my throat's not a little fucked up. But then, so like somebody on TikTok did one is like, you know who else has a wop? And then it was just like the guy crying like, please don't say it. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. We got it. We got to move on. Moving on. The guys are getting ready and we get the talking head of New York quick. Where she is saying that, you know, things did get deep when people sacrificed their possessions and they signed their blood oaths. Why are you laughing? I'm, it's co- I'll explain why in no. a second. Just keep going. It's deep. It's coming. Like, what are this? So many jokes. Oh, my God. No. So she, sa- she says when things get heavy for her, she alleviates by eating a lot. And it's like, 
All right. I think a lot of us, if not ev- almost everyone, can relate. Hashtag same. Yes. So she ends up bringing the guys to a steakhouse place called Dakota's. All right. So I know that I said we needed to focus and like get on point. So when I, y'all know that I love to look up like the restaurants or the locations, wherever they're going. And both of the locations in this episode are now closed. But I was looking up Dakota's and just like, sometimes I look to just get an idea of how long it's been since it's closed. So I'll go to Yelp and I'll read like when the last reviews were. Mm Mm-hmm. I have to read you all the most bonkers Yelp review I have ever seen. Like, just out of control. Nice. So if you go to Dakota Chop House, it is in... Oh, wait, no, it says it's open? <gasps> wait, maybe it's wow. not closed. Wait, no, hold on. Yelpers report this location is closed. I don't I don't know. It says... Either way, uh, Dakota Chop Twist? House on Yelp. From a a contributor named Cranberry from North Hollywood. All right, all right. I know what you're thinking if you've read my reviews. Cranberry, how in the hell are you showing up at a steakhouse in Hollywood with your Denny's coupons and your Forever 21 pleather jacket? Oh, my God. I'll tell you exactly how. Tampon inserted right up the ass and a very wealthy Asian friend. This is the beginning. Okay. The place was decadent, shined, and polished with a barely lit ambiance. Everything you imagine a big city restaurant to be. I've got about 12 utensils I don't know what the hell to do with and some sort of origami creation of a napkin that I decide to wear like a lobster bib. First things first, martini time. The waiter is some sort of Jonas brother of an actor wannabe, pecs exploding from his tight, starched Oxford. Besides the air of superiority, hell, we could be cousins of the goddang Weinsteins for all he knew. Maybe it was the scoff Charlotte Roos shoes that gave me away. He was acceptably polite. He retrieved the Tanqueray martini with a lime after 25 minutes, leaving me draining their gilded water pitchers and noisily crunching up the gigantic sesame sticks and communion wafers in the basket. Now that I've successfully eaten the pads of butter and used all the wrong knives and forks, he gives me a condescending eye and says that the drinks are on the hotel since they took so long. Star one. Although we look cheap, act cheap, and eat cheap, we are still accommodated. Asian princess orders us a... Oh god, I think it's bouillabaisse. I always fuck up how to pronounce this, but bouillabaisse to start before I can interject and ask for more free shit and another gin martini. The broth is slightly salted with hints of saffron and cognac. Wait, who am I kidding? It's delicious seafood soup that I have to try not to shovel in like pudding cups. We have filet mignon and garlic mashed potatoes for the main course. I get the steak rare because as of a few weeks ago, I deemed myself as some kind of born-again carnivore, suddenly relishing the bloodiness of a nice cut of meat. Well, rare for Sizzler might be pink and a little juicy here at, say with nose pinched, the Dakota. It is seared on the outside and cool in the middle. This cut of cow is literally like a giant piece of sashimi to me. Whatever. It's good, real good, especially dipped in ketchup. What sort of fucking... So as the Oxford-shirted himbo... Oh my god, original himbo! This is from 2010! Amazing! Okay. So as the Oxford-shirted himbo watches carefully, making sure we don't pilfer any salt shakers or fine linens, we ask for the tab and get some martinis for the road. Although this place made me feel like a Beverly Hillbilly, the food was pretty excellent. However, keep in mind, it is I, the alcohol maven. Palates can be altered by booze. If you are someone that likes to talk 
at horrific decibels, constantly wears sweats, and uses a spork to eat, I wouldn't suggest this place. But if you want some gourmet shit in a land of make-believe on someone else's tab, make like Teddy and Rosie on in. Four stars. That was Thank re- you, Cranberry. Yeah, like, fuck. You I'm know? sorry. I just, I had to read that. It was so absurd. It's so far from the point of what we're doing here today, but I just thought it would give you a nice little laugh. It's all right. I'm about to have a fucking long ass letter I got to read. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, it's fine. I'm going to try to do it justice, though. So she tells them right away, though, that Punk wins the date. Yes, it's pretty much right off the bat. She's, she's just like, oh, like, you made That's a big it. sacrifice, whatever. Yes, with your dad's watch and all this. And which I kind of get it. It's, yes. It kind of, it's like, all right, that makes sense. Plus, it's kind of time where Punk, I don't want to say stepped in to play. Does that make sense? That works. Yes. New ill stands out above the crowd. (laughs) Taylor made tells us that he needs to fix his image with her and the guys. So pretty much when the champagne gets poured, I thought this was funny that he stood up and says, before we toast and gives a toast. It's like, so you're just interrupting. Well, before you cheers, I guess, is the point. Well, I, yeah, okay. I looked at it as like, New York might say something. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. Let me say something no. first. No, oh, no, no, no. I think he meant cheers, but said toast. So starting it off by saying, thanking New York for gracing them with her presence, I thought was also he's kind of so funny. fucking extra. But, you know, the rest of it's kind of nice. Really just, he's happy to share the meal and a toast to new beginnings. Which I'm like, I don't know if the producers are telling him to say this know, kind of shit. Do you feel but... like that? Well, I think that it's a ploy on his part to, like, uh, curry back favor among everybody. Oh, of course. I mean, it is to his advantage to, like, not have everybody constantly hazing him all yeah. the time. So. But it also seems like some of what he says or does on the bad end of things was producers. I think that he's here just playing the game. And I think producers also are giving true. him more carrot, carrot, carrot time. The more camera time he gets by like playing into this sort of bullshit the more producers are going to like him so Mm. i i don't know if it's producers telling him to do this as much as like he's doing it and producers are lapping it up yeah so he pretty much just apologizes to everyone and he ends up just saying you know we're all here for one reason it's for the love of he always says tiffany everyone else is new york He's respected. It's, yes. it's a respect thing. And it's also to be like, Tiffany, I see you. I don't see you as New York, I think, uh, the person. Tango did that too. He might have said Tiffany at points. He's, he said Tiffany a couple times, yeah. So she did say that his toast was great. It was a big step for him, so that was kind of nice. But I thought Mr. Wise's comment here was funny. Where he's like, that was just some kiss-ass shit, pretty much. Yeah. It was funny. So New York, of course, announces to the guys that she got something in the mail today. Oh, please. So she hands the letter to Punk. And asks him to be the one to read it to everybody. Now, I believe I have everything. Unfortunately, with where we saw it, the captions are kind of just auto-generated. So it might not be perfect. And I tried writing what he said, but shit got kind of cut. So I'm going to do my best. It says, Tiffany, I feel cheated at the prospect of us not being together. As I attempted to explain to Taylor made that morning, my anger was not toward just who he is, or rather what he represents. There is no doubt to me that Taylor made is the physical manifestation and representation of everything I hate in this world. And they bring in like this Taylor made audio, like it's somebody who was in this house who really hated yes. me. And at I that point, who yes. it is. well, then he does go like, I knew it had to be Buddha. Yeah. When I observed Taylor made lie, cheat, and corrupt the character of both entertainer and cheesy, 
I saw prisons full of innocent men who were set up who fell victim to corruption and conspiracy. I literally paused and threw up my hands. I was uh-huh. like, you've gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I saw the betrayal of one man to a nation. Lie, cheat, corrupt. I think he says affliction here or something like that. I think he being, says uh, crucifixion at some point. Oh, maybe that's too. what it was. Being victimized for the crimes of their ancestors. The only thing necessary for evil to succeed is for good men to do nothing, oh. which is like the most overused quote of oh, all time. Oh my god. The True love. Thing. And you know, like side note. Well, we know I it was just, him. So yeah, it's that, Buddha. Yes. So just, I want to pause and like, Y'all know that I love to reach and to, like, read into the subtext of shit where that shit may or may not actually exist. I think the decision to compare tailor-made, like, snitching to systemic injustice, especially, and the thing is, like, I could, if he was doing this to the black castmates, I might be a little more inclined to agree with him. Mm-hmm. He's doing this to, he did this to two other white guys. The other guys he cites are two other white guys. I'm sorry, white on white crime is not a priority to me. Like, I, people can't see a shrug. That's, you know. I just, well, yes, I kind of just not. I was going to let you keep going because it no, seemed like you were going to keep going. Apologies. Like, I do, yes. It's okay. But I just, it's just so silly to me that he's like, this reminds me of all of, you know, the people who were maligned by our legal system. Sir, if you don't go and fuck yourself immediately, like, I can't. Like, I just, I can't. I don't know. Do you have thoughts? I just kind of, I yes. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, I'm, it's, I always go back to saying, I think it was a producer kind of thing. Could he? I think no, he you wrote didn't it. Hear that interview. You didn't hear that interview. I think that no. That's what I mean. Every last second. I think that. he wrote it, but it is kind of funny though. It's like, come on. Or they pretty much said, like, listen, we're gonna bring you back. You just gotta kind of write something. Also, I have to fucking laugh. Like Wolf. Oh, this was funny. He has this talking head where he goes. It was a good move letting the guy from Harvard read the letter because there's a lot of complicated shit in there. Yeah. No, that was funny. I know that they included that to make him look like some kind of country bumpkin, which is why I didn't do the accent. But the sentiment of what he said was still objectively. But it is also funny, funny, and it's nice that he finally gets a little camera time. Right? No, I enjoyed that because him and Mister Wise, Mister Wise had his episode, but like it seems like the two of them just never, ever, ever, ever do also, anything they talked about. I just need about. to find out about Wolf because I feel like he is so hot, and besides the big oh dick my thing, God. strictly his face, like his face is really attractive and i need to know if he's problematic or not so i know if i can like actually have a crush on him without shame god oh i'm sorry oh i'm <laughs> sorry i had to deal with how many seasons of you my ladies are not my ladies are not problematic and i don't freak out i barely say anything because I, I try to be respectful not problematic is, i mean not problematic in the same way i don't know if they're problematic anyway continue and it's different. I'd be like, oh my god, man. you're the one that's All says I it. said was he was really hot, and I'm just like, I just want no, to know, know if I I'm, can stand yes, or not. I know. Jeez, I'm sorry. Take a chill pill, my god. Can't take a joke. New Ills can't take a joke. All right, we no. can't. Oh, I know. Gonna... I gotta stop. Who else is dragging these jokes out? So, anyway, 
She goes like, oh, he's such a wonderful man. And she feels robbed that he had to go home. She goes, he was, I felt like he was taken from me. I feel robbed. And it's like, nobody told him to lose his shit. Like, he got kicked out not because he disagreed. If this was like a friendly disagreement or even like a heated argument, he would have still been in the house and they would have just not liked each other and it would have been whatever. He fucking physically assaulted him two separate times yes once arguably by accident but the other time very much on purpose yes and it's like you can't reward that kind of behavior like it's not like he just like he quit or he went home for like some arbitrary reason no he is behaved in a way that put people in danger for me that would be a red fucking flag where like a regular argument even if you feel like it's about principle right and if that person and like go back and watch the tape all he said as far as we can see but it doesn't really seem like it was too much more than that because like he kind of just got up and walked away he was just like whatever dude I don't really care was the gist of it. And that fucking set Buddha off. Like, is that really somebody you want to continue well, to associate yelled, with? He um, yelled the like, just worry about your oh, fucking self. Oh, just worry self. about yourself. That's but it's what like, it bro, like if someone yelled that to me, I'm not going to turn around and throw my orange juice in their face, get in their face, headbutt them, follow them up the stairs, choke them, punch them in the face. Like, yeah, like he was taken from you because of his own choices. It's literally like you're not respecting how i feel right now so i'm gonna punch you in the face and it's like bro we're on a fucking game show it's not like we're best friends it's all it is we've been here for four fucking days get a fucking life yeah it's like get get the fuck over it but he thinks he's better than everyone so everyone needs to listen to him right anyway she wants to go have a cigarette break and she ends up having midget mac with her which i thought when she says hear that she thought it was important for them to be alone tonight that was the whole point of like having a cigarette break i guess it was the only person no, she I thought think that she i was under the impression that like other people in the house smoke yes go. that is what i thought but it seems like probably producers staged this moment between them together or too. yes some of them started to go and they're like no 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 just let her and midget mac go and like we'll get back to you guys yeah probably did you notice too that he was staring at her boobs the whole time how well not you, the whole time i'm gonna be like well how do you not yeah, it's tough. It's pretty difficult not to. Yeah. Especially when you're like, when the boobs are When it's eye level. level. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It would be like if you were like 6'8". What? Oh. Like me. Oh, okay, got it. Yes. Yeah. Well, because I'm pretty tall. I thought you were going to talk about, like, I always bring up that picture of Josh Hutcherson where he's like at eye level with the interviewer on the red carpet. But never looks. Never looks. What a gentleman. I know. And one of the greatest oh, SNL sketches of all to. time. I know. We br- every I will. Time every we time do- he comes up, I will. Josie's on a vacation far away. God, right. I fucking love that skit. Anyway. So unexpected and incredible. Getting back to the reason Sorry, the yes. Season. The reason that we're here. I'm telling you, that's from something. I don't know. The whole thing is she's very concerned. She keeps playing where the whole mentioning hasn't dated since the passing of the baby's mom. He says he's ready if he finds the right person, which is kind of like, I mean, for a game show, I don't know if I agree. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a good time. Like, I don't think... I'm very much the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Oh, I my think God. That, I don't think that that applies when it comes to death. <laughs> like. My God. You would. No. No, it's true, though. With the death thing, it's no. God only. I mean, people will say time heals all wounds. The thing is, when it involves something like this with death, you just never know. I mean, death is more complicated. It could be. Though. It Yeah. 
if it was like a random one night stand where you had the baby, maybe you don't care as much about the parent or whatever. But it seems like him and this woman were together for a bit. The way he talks about her, and I like mean, they had two kids. Exactly, together. it's at least eighteen months. Like. And the saying "fiance and girlfriend," but saying "fiance" even if it slips or just goes in, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look who's using the double now. The what? Never mind. Oh, if it goes in or something. What I say? Slips in and out. Yeah. Well, if it's a wop. So he. Wow, I didn't even get a giggle there. Nope. Wow. Sonia, people can't see you chuckling and bouncing your shoulders. I'm not. <laughs> Come on. She says that he is her breath of fresh air in this house. And she goes in and actually kisses him here. Which she said she wasn't going to do. So, I guess impressive on her part. It's not. And then, like, you know, as much as I think that she is probably behind saying these kinds of statements where she's like, he's a good kisser, even though he has small lips, small tongue, small head, small face. She says small taste, I think, at some point. Like, Oh, I don't know if I heard that, but I'd believe I mean, I it. I could have been wrong, but I mean, I've kind of, I wouldn't quite say like I've changed my mind about it because these are not unique thoughts. And again, it's not like I think that they forced her to say these things, but they make the idea of dating a little person on this show like a joke. Very, no, it's true. Like the idea that somebody would want to, like a, especially like a a regular size person. Like, I don't know. I guess what is regular anyway? But you know what I mean? Like an average height person. Yeah. Like the idea that somebody would want to date a little person is like a joke, which it's not. Little people date average height people all the time. It's not that weird. But the show has to make it like something that would never happen, never be possible. The concept of it is a joke. And How laughable. dare you even think about it? Yeah, like, or, and I feel like they didn't have to include these quotes from New York, but they need to make the audience not think for a second that she considers him an actual contender, even though she yeah. is treating him as such most of the time so they do walk back in and i'm not sure it might have been entertainer but someone says oh glad the little man could bring you in for us and she comes in and goes well he did more than that so all the guys do their little like oh yeah a very long drawn out one by the way although he doesn't get many talking heads but i liked pretties here where he's just like yeah like midget max the man like i like that it's just kind of like you finally get a genuine thing where someone could just be like yeah like he's an awesome guy it seems like they all really like him I, he seems like an awesome like, person to hang out like with. He's a funny well, son of a like, bitch. Like, he's like the Goldie of this season. Where yes. everybody really just vi- vibes with What's him. the thing? You know they're not going to end up with the person, but they're funny as fuck. So, of course, now we finally get back to what the guys thought of the blood oath and the sacrifice stuff. And Entertainer, again, needed to bring up that he believes in all of that kind of stuff. And I feel like it's another sort of way of framing him to be, like, this weirdo. Because he's a guy who believes in this kind of stuff. And, like... I don't know. I just got some weird vibes about the framing of this that are like blink and you miss it type of things. Yeah, I guess. Although she does have to bring up now back to it. Yeah, it's like a quick pivot to the interrogation. It's kind of like, well, now that we got that out of the way, it, why didn't you sign? In which his excuse of being distracted. It doesn't make any, it It makes no sense. It makes no sense. He's back to being incoherent. He's like, you ain't gotta be fretting. So the story here is now obviously turning into a whole kind of like, what's he really here for? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, you get it. You have ideas of who you think might be going home this week. What's going on? 
So we do get back to the house. Wait, you're skipping my iconic line of the week. Already? Oh, oh my wow. God. No, yeah. please go. Oh my gosh. So while uh, he's doing a talking head, talking about how he's not really sure about how he feels about New York this early on, he says, You never you never chilled and ate chicken wings on a bench or ate french fries outside on a bench in the projects. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And that's how... He expresses his love, I That's guess. That's how people in Brooklyn say, I love you. Do you want to spend some time on a bench eating wings? Well, he Sounds also, like he actually says, because there's, I, it is like the very much New York, like New York, Brooklyn version of saying like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you is, I got love for you, but I'm not in love with you. <laughs> so back to the house. Yes. So Punk is kind of just sitting there and he's like, anybody else know when these lights flicker in? Yeah. Telling you it's those evil spirits. And at this point, it's like, you know, they've been out of the house for this long. Hmm, I wonder why. Oh, yeah. Definitely didn't have to arrange a fucking Six Flags uh, spooktacular. What the fuck is that called? Oh, I have no idea. Fright Night? What the fuck is it called? It might be Fright Night. What the fuck Fright is Fest? It? Fright Fest! Some Fright Fest type shit at, around the house. What a coincidence. But New York is going in to talk to Taylor Maine or and something. And drunk. She's drunk. Oh, yeah. She's, oh, she's very drunk. And he's a little bit too, and you see, and he's yeah, kind of, she's like, well, back off. He's giving some, like, weird, like, dude trying to chat you up at, like, a house party kind of energy where he's, like, talking very much. Remember that meme where the dude is, like, yelling in the girl's ear? It's, like, oh, one of those candid yes, no, club pictures. It, yeah. and, and she has a face like somebody kill me. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what it reminded me of. If you are a lady, and I'm not even going to just level this to straight ones, because chances are you've had it done to you regardless. That shit is fucking irritating, even if you kind of like the person, to just have them, like, right in your fucking face. And then she, like, pushes him and is kind of like, oh, well, like, I just, you had some space for me or something like that. And she's drunk and she's giving him flirty eyes and he's giving her flirty eyes back. It's like a little, it felt a little something between them in that moment, so. But then, the lights go out. And all hell breaks loose. Oh, please. Yes. Although I have to say, I love a fourth wall break. I love when producers intervene, even if it's staged. It just, I don't know It is why. funny. It's just, it's, I love the, like, the chaos. Yes. So she, like, jumps into his chest and she's like, I'm scared. And you can tell he's like, oh, my God, I know this is all bullshit. He's like, I'll protect you. Like, relax. Although it is funny because a lot of the guys start, there's a lot of like, oh, is this episode? Yeah. So, like, the guys are running around fucking screaming, and the, as you just said, the producer jumps and the producer in. And are like, we gotta get everybody yes. together. So they kind of, like, corral them yeah. into the main room. We're just making sure we have everyone, because we don't want anyone getting hurt. So, yes, they're trying to find out what's going on with the lights. And then Punk is like, I don't know if he's falling for it or just playing along and having fun. Because he's like, ain't no fucking coincidence that lady was here today. Shit too. And all of a sudden, like, the, so the lights turn back on and Entertainer has a candelabra for some reason. And it's just kind of sitting there. And, like, they're all just kind of, like, getting their bearings. And New York is still very drunk. And she's like, I'm not going to go back upstairs because I don't really know what's happening with this. And then, like, you hear something kind of break. And then you see... When New York is kind of standing there with, I think, Entertainer, right? It's the They're going standing, one way, yes. There, so there's, like, the, the mantle behind them of the fireplace in the main room. And all of a sudden, all of the stuff on the mantle, I guess it's all on one big kind of candelabra-style yeah. piece, falls at once. Now, I stopped it, like, 500 times. 
And I couldn't tell if it was like whatever was in the vase, it looks like it's falling, but it looks like something like something that looks kind of like, you know, like a very one of those thin like back scratcher type things. You like a little I mean? lot, like yeah. Something you would get at the store, like a yeah. like a thin strip with like a little hook on the end. Okay. It looks like if you look all the way to the right of the mantle, like our right as viewers, yeah. that it looks like something comes down, pushes the shit forward, and then comes back up. But I could be wrong. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. It's I was just, just a screenshot. I was laughing at the way I Punk think, reacted. Oh my god, I forgot the timestamp. I think it's. 4122 The episode 32? is only 42. Oh wait, no, sorry. So it would so be 30. 21 21 40 2241. Okay. That feels right. 2241 I think. So of wherever you hypothetically watch it, YouTube. Just take a look and let me know or if you heard anything about like the arrangement. I mean, I'm assuming that this is all staged. Duh. Like what, it's I mean, very obviously sage. Also, yes. what sort of spirits would be like in again this rented mansion in the Hollywood Hills? I did think it was funny because they eventually show a slow mo a little later on, but Punk like it looked like he started kind of walking that direction, like he was gonna like meet New York and Entertainer, and then like saw these things start to fall, and he's like, ah! but he's like kind of yeah. laughing and screaming at the same time, and then runs well, back the other ridiculous. way. Because it's just kind of like, all right, we'll play along and have fun. I mean, I don't know if I believe New York was really scared here. I, I thought it was funny. I think also when you're drunk, like, everything is just extra. And that's true. She might not even thought about it. She'd be like, oh, shit, shit's breaking, lights are going out. Like, fuck this. I, I don't want to be fucked with. I think she probably knows. I think they all knew. I think they're all playing this up for the camera. I just think that because she's so drunk, like, it, it comes across as much more extra. So she starts running for the door. Obviously followed by Punk right behind her and then they end up outside with a couple of the guys entertainer is not loving this shit he's like did you see this shit and da, da, da. another one he maybe is also a little drunk so this is not helping him whatsoever so he mentions the candles this is where i saw the slow-mo so now they're saying the lying on the blood oath and the spirits are pissed off they know it was tailor-made blah 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 so punk's on the phone with someone we do not know who they don't no, tell us we don't know but he mentions that he's called TaylorMade Prince, aka like the Prince of Darkness, since early on when like meeting on the show, which I think they've only been there four to five days. And now he's sleeping in the middle of this. He's like, he's way too comfortable. So a little bit go, you know, everyone seems to kind of be settling down a little and shit. Like it cuts a little fast forward and Entertainer says that he's hearing some fucking voices and he's hearing shit. So he hears a big bang and he runs over down the hallway to where the gym is and like the big gym light is now on the oh, floor. Oh, please. What a crock of shit. It's like all it was, producers climbed up quick, cut it, and like ran away. That's all it was. Nice and simple. Nice and easy. And he's freaking out. And then Punk's like, oh shit, hang on. I gotta go check something out. Hangs up the phone. It's like ridiculous. And you kind of cuts to your boy Wolf's face here. <laughs> And it kind of looks like, guys, like, come on. Like, you know that this is all bullshit. Even It, too, because then It starts making fun of Entertainer because he put on It's fucking on Army helmet. Because we all know that ghosts hate helmets. So, I mean, everybody it, knows that. In case someone wants to try to drop a light or a candle on him. Now he's got protection. So it's pretty much just making fun of him. He's like, you call me a lunatic bringing a helmet and everything, which he wore during their presentation. Y'all laughed at me. No, that's perfect time for it. Taylor Mays says he just doesn't believe in this shit. And we actually get a timestamp where they're saying it's 4 a.m. 
I think also, like, Taylor Mead knows that this is all fake. And also, he probably didn't get the best night's sleep the night before because he's been upended from his room. So it's a lot easier to fall asleep through shit going on when you don't buy any of it and you haven't really slept great. Valid point. I didn't think about the not sleeping great part, but I mean, it is a very valid fine, point. But I feel like it's kind of hard to sleep well in this situation in general. So so now it's the next morning, because I messed up last time, where Punk is talking. I don't know who the hell he's talking to in the gym, but he's bringing up that he's like, man, everyone hears stories, but you know, you always think like, see it to believe it. And last night I saw it. So Big Ant comes in. You see him working out. He's in really good shape, but like, I, I'm oh, he's not fucking jacked. Fan. I'm not a huge fan of like the big broad shoulders, big arm, like very top heavy and then small waist and stuff. Like he's small and which the is why you're with me. Well, so Punk said, no, that's not. <laughs> I'm right back at the thing. Well, I'm not like a muscle guy. I know, but like, I, I mean, that's not really my thing anyway. Despite like that time, it was like share four pictures of people that are your type and like you would never know that i'm not actually into muscular guys in real life oh no I, you'd be like wow she's married to mike no i know i like strong guys I just and we were together to when be... i was also like three something i know too. but like i don't need a guy yay to be, me i don't need a guy to be like shredded i just need like i like strength but it doesn't always have to be i've just had my fair share of experiences dating guys who take the gym too seriously and they always have terrible personalities not even like you know assholes just like fucking boring like you're boring I had a guy, I think I told that story in the podcast, right? That guy who took me on the, the boxer who took me on the first date to Whole Foods, the hot bar at Whole Foods. I believe. Was I know I told you that story. Was that on I Patreon? Don't, I don't remember. No, I could have swore you did bring up a story at some yeah. point about a boring boxer guy. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the one with the movie thing too? Or that was a different what one? movie thing? The one you forced someone to bring you to go to no, another movie? No, that was Maybe that's else. a different story. That's a different I but you've, I think you have definitely mentioned the boring boxer guy. I and I was like, nah. My dating history is weird. No, but boxer guy I do. Boxer I, yes, guy, you did tell you me know, a story once. And uh, he had no personality. And that is part of the reason why I stopped dating guys who went to the gym all the time. There you go. Don't make... for a first date? Yes. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not saying... No, that's not what I'm laughing at. I'm kind of, like, laughing at myself with it. I was like, fuck, like... What? No. Well, I mean, with me, like, I know. I wasn't in great shape. No, but that has nothing to do with it. First of all, like, no, I, I found you super attractive. I mean, you were kind of dumb sometimes. Wow. Okay, remember, though, no, with, the, with the with the suburban diner story? You're just not... You're not dumb. You're just not especially observant. Yeah, sometimes. And... I'll give you that. I mean, I still liked you. I mean, we got married. Like, I liked you. Right, I would think, yes. By I, this point, it's like, yeah, I think I would find you attractive I mean, if like, we're I, as I told the, as I told in the last thing, I technically made the first move, so obviously I was into you. And for me, it's more about um, being small, because, like, I have had some weight issues, but also, like, for a for a lady at 5'7", I've been made to feel very tall. And in my experience, a lot of tall guys goes for really short girls. Because mm. I lost a lot of guys that I liked to a friend of mine who was 4'11". Mm. You know? So I, I like feeling little. It's not unusual. But my way of doing that isn't always with a guy who's like, shredded. Yeah. So that's oh, just my thing. Yes. Despite the fact that, like... JJ Watt is my 
Well, like, no, I, oh yes. my god, Simu Liu. Oh my god. There's times where I see like JJ Watt will put up a picture and I'm and I'll like I'll pretend to look at a watch because obviously I won't be wearing one. I was like, I'm just waiting for her to say something. <laughs> oh, my future husband or my something like that. Or my husband did this. I know, and my like, husband first trapped on Maine. Ugh. It's a yes. shame. Shout out JJ Watt if you ever hear this. My wife loves you. Please send an autographed jersey or something to us. Be awesome. Listen. Love to go to a Texans game. That'd be fun. We'd be down to swap. What? <laughs> I knew it was kidding. I just wasn't expecting that. At first you, I thought about like me? how are you not expecting that? Like WAP jokes. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it's WAP jokes, but can't spell. No, that's true. He is married. Wop. He is married. I remember she's cute. I remember you love how her. Oh no, she's very cute. I remember how disappointed We're not these kind you of people. Were. Normally, no. no shame. No, no, no. No, that's not and that's not king shaming if you're into that. More power to you. No, have fun. I'm do what you want to do. Not what we do. Yeah. No, she makes the jokes. You used to do that back in the day with someone else too. I know we're going oh on a God. tangent. Who was the other one? Or you would just say, like, oh, oh, like, would you oh, would you um, swap? Like, if oh, I uh, well, what? first of all, my oh. ultimate couple crush, Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello. That was one you did, That's and then the other the was uh, at the time it was John Cena and Nikki Bella. Was that one? That was another one you said, huh? Because I was thinking too. Like, I realized now, like Derek Jeter and his wife. I forget her name. His I'm not wife. big to her. No, no, not I the wife. Like, I forget her name. I hate. I'm sorry that I forgot. Oh, her by name. the way, I meant to tell you. Did you see that Minka Kelly is dating um Trevor Noah now? Really? Good for her. Good for him. <laughs> Good for them. Yes. I can't be attracted to him though. He looks too much like my well, brother. It's every, weird. Yes. That's weird. Everyone had a crush on Lila Garrity. I mean, she's gorgeous. I guess she's got a type. Her and Ashley Simpson are just next guys. There you go. Anyway, oof, let's boy. get back to. I think we're making up for the fact that our episode was like extra short last week. Like it was yeah. under two hours, and now like we're we've got stuff to talk about today. Yes, so we're now moving forward to where Big Ant comes with the next note, which says, "Good morning, gentlemen. Yesterday you showed me that you're willing to make some huge sacrifices for my love. So today is your reward. Throw on a bathing suit and head out to the pool for a fabulous fiesta, punk." Yesterday, your sacrifice impressed me the most, so meet me downstairs in 30 minutes for a very special date. Have fun while it lasts, boys, because someone will be going home tonight. Dun-dun-dun. No, that's a Monday Night Football scene. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I, I somehow was tying in a Law & Order sound with what you did there, and then I'm like, it turned into Monday Night this Football. This wasn't even when I was doing a Law & Order sound, but keep God, going. football starts in three days. Well, by the time oh, your your boyfriend oh, is, is playing on Thursday. My new team. The Texans versus the Chiefs. My new team. That I, not... Oh my god, my boyfriends are playing each other. Oh no. Oh, oh my god, very and they stressful. like they're against each other at the same time sometimes. Kelsey goes out for passes, but where JJ Watt line Travis Kelsey's her other boyfriend I everyone. I'm a terrible. I'm pretty a terrible much, fake wife to these people. I don't know what positions they play. Pretty much he goes JJ Watt's here. He's tr- I, the people can't see here. I'm showing you. Okay. J.J. Watt is here trying to run this way to tackle Patrick Mahomes. So he's... He's a defensive end. He's defense. Yes. He's defensive end. And what is Travis Kelsey? He's a tight end. Damn right. <laughs> oh my god. I knew it too. I was waiting for the joke. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't help myself. Wow, that laugh. Just, you were just waiting for it too. I know. But he, yes. Defensive end. That's funny. His is defensive, but his is tight. But anyway. I like an end on the defense. I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't know. Now you're forcing jokes. I... Anyway, 
You have two people. He's here. Travis Kelsey's here. There's a chance that Travis Kelsey will have to block him to protect his other players. I'm really simplifying this. I you can't explain it. How, you know, know who Patrick Mahomes is. Yes, I know he's the quarterback. I know. Now imagine JJ Watt wants JJ Watt wants to tackle him. Travis yeah, Kelsey, not. it might be one of the people at times that needs to stop him from tackling Mahomes. Hot, that's hot. <laughs> no, I could no you. You'd be like, oh man, give me like ancient Greek Roman wrestling with this or something. Don't throw me a no, good sure, time. No, yeah, no, I know, yeah. Don't throw me a good time. We need to move on. We really do. <laughs> Who's your other boyfriend in the NFL? Um, oh, no, you don't have a third. Oh, you know what I did? But he's like... Jimmy G you thought was yeah, good looking, but he's cute, way but too like, playboyish or something? Yeah, like, I don't think I have a chance. No, I don't have a chance with any of them. Well, I don't have a chance with any of them, but I definitely don't have a chance with Jimmy G. I don't know. What are you going to do? Yes, I'm just going to have to settle for my actual husband. No, yes, the, husband, the person you've been married to now oh, for a while. Oh, you don't know... Oh, you don't know, the, you don't know the Amsterdam so you fight. Go. You don't know the Amsterdam fight. the fuck is the Amsterdam for, fight? Uh, the one that they did the ASMR on Beverly Hills. Oh, okay, yes. Oh, let's talk about the husband. But <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Which they did, a, they did a dramatic kind of retelling of it on Hollywood Crime Scene, and no matter how many times I will watch or hear or think about the Beverly Hills fight in Amsterdam, it will make me laugh every fucking time. Nice. Had enough of you, you beast! Oh my god! Beast. Wow, beast! Yeah, I was <laughs> even. I was about to be like, "What?" You beast. have to watch it. It's so good. Oh my god. god, we have to get back on what we're doing. I'm so yes. sorry. Although we're tie-in Beast Housewives, Kelsey Grammer played Beast in the X Men movie. Oh, weird, right? Huh, look at that. Anyway, we're moving along. Jesus. Oh my god. That, we haven't had tangents like this in a I while. I know. So we do get, let's move on. we're sober this time. We're moving into date time. So she's bringing him to a spot called the Bungalow Club. Club. Also permanently closed. Uh, by the way, smart choice of him to wear a pink shirt. Because mm. like New York and pink, that was a very like uh, thoughtful move. There you go. I feel like. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. What any reviews on this shit, or they're just close? Ah, uh, close. Oh, never I mean, mind. There are just nothing of inter- nothing to that extent. I mean, how can you compete with cranberry? This, ha, this I thought was kind of funny because her quote to him is, and I thought it was, it was like just weird. I look at you. You're so great to look at. Your body is like amazing. You're a Harvard graduate, a successful lawyer, but like, why would you come across the country pretty much to be with me? What's and, what's your question? Like, what's your issue with that? I thought it was just kind of funny. She goes, oh, like, I don't want to say being superficial, obviously, but it's just kind of like, oh, like, what's your fucking problem? Well, she hasn't really gotten to know him yet. I guess I looked at it more as like. On paper, he's got a lot going for him that it's like, if you can't find a woman in like a quote unquote normal way and you're quote unquote resorting to reality TV, like. I would have que- I would have questions if I was like a bachelorette and like I would ask every guy like what the fuck are you doing here like what I mean went I wrong d- yes. in your no, life you're right it explained because I guess it was like the way she started I was like well haven't you guys talked at all I'm and then sure it gets explained have, where it's like it's, they really haven't but it's different when like I'm I'm sure that they've had their kind of quick conversations but it's probably got to be like system overload and like yeah. all these guys trying to compete you haven't for your gotten attention. to know each other's personalities right. So he brings up that he's a first-year lawyer. He finished some cases, got others to cover other cases that he could have done. So it gives him time off. It's really where she now jumps in and goes, "Oh my god!" And as Sonia was saying earlier, 
the dudes with like obsessed with the gym or muscles and all that are just boring i didn't think what he was explaining was super boring like i mean no not at all there obviously i'm sure is more of the conversation and like he might have just been droning on about like what his life is like as a lawyer like his school situation or whatever i mean also like new york could stand to listen a little bit better and if she's trying to get to know these people like for real like maybe like hearing them out a little bit but then again we're not privy to the whole conversation so he could be boring i mean he doesn't strike me as having an especially strong really good personality i mean that's why he was like kind of shortlist like he was not a main commentator on wrestling stuff like he wasn't brought in as well that's also somebody with an exceptionally bold personality it takes some fucking talent to be a commentator on wrestling i'm sure that it does but if they were going he to was bring him on, the pre-show stuff he does pretty good i don't know that'll sure. give i mean him. i'll take your word for it like i mean oh, he like, wasn't the greatest know. wrestler either but yeah you know, like i mean it just he's like a mediocre or everything except yeah. apparently student if he could get into harvard so it's true might be a pretty damn good lawyer so she mentions what they do on a typical saturday night together now let me like first date with someone and they say what would we do what would you want and i shouldn't i guess Say typical date. Say you meet someone, say, hey, let's get a cup of coffee to determine if you want to go on, like, a date with them. And they say, oh, like, what would you want to do on a typical, like, Saturday night? Like, what would you want to do on a date? What are your thoughts on how his thing's saying about rents and movies and pop popcorn? I mean, granted, I'm 31 and we're in a pandemic, so my answer is a little bit skewed. And no, no, no. Imagine you're no, I'm her, saying, I know, but I'm her trying, age and everything. I know, but I'm, like, trying to imagine. I mean, if New York is a very different person than I even would have been if I was single at around 25. Yeah. Like, I don't think I, as much as I like going out and doing stuff, like, I obviously, I mean, our first date was like, I was about to say, watching a movie. We hung out, watched Beauty and the Beast. Right. Well, there's, there were other aspects of that. It was not a Netflix and chill, by the way. Well, that, well, I was sort like, of I was, Netflix and chill, but like, not really. <laughs> I was waiting for you to kind of clear that up and just be like, oh, there were other aspects. I was like, well, there uh, were other aspects, but, um, maybe ones that we might not disclose until it's legalized in our state. <laughs> Well, yeah, that kind of gives it. There you go. But I, I mean, I would be like, for like a first real date. I don't really know how I'd feel about it. Really, like. Well, in this case, I take that back. She doesn't say first date. I need to clarify. I apologize. All right. She said, "What would you do? Or what would we do on a typical Saturday night together?" Oh well, then yeah, that I mean, I take that back. So I was wrong. That's what we. That's what we do on a typical Saturday night together. And maybe not popcorn. It might be chips. Yeah. Or we order I'm in a very popcorn place in my life right now, so right now would be You did have some today. I did. Did you? Did you watch any movies? No. Uh, Oh. Did I? No. I didn't watch anything except, like, TikToks, maybe. His thing here is that she seems to be kind of hung up on whether he can handle her or not, and that's kind of, like, her thing, too. She thinks she might be a little more of a wild child. That's for on everybody, and if the guy is not, like, out of his mind, she assumes that the guy is going to reject her for being too extra. I get it. All right. And I thought she did kind of have her little New York moment here after they kiss, because he does his whole, like, hang on a second, like, goes and just kisses her. I thought it was funny here, and she goes... Oh, I know you're a passionate kisser because I felt that in other places too. Oh boy! Ha ha! Wink, wink. Wop, wop is the theme of the day. Hmm. So I guess yes, she says he's a pretty straight laced guy, but he may be a hell of a lay. So maybe keep him in the house a little bit longer. I don't get that vibe from him. I don't know. Like I may, I could be wrong. Like who knows? I could be wrong. Oh, Jennifer Hudson probably knows, but yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Um, I just don't really super get that vibe from him. So interesting. I don't know. 
So we head back to the house for this fiesta time where there's pool toys, there's like chips and shit. So the guys are all- Was it Entertainer that dives straight through the hoop? I think Um, it was him, yeah. It was pretty impressive. Good for him. Sucks if he gets stuck. I could never do that. I was always too big. (laughs) Okay. So the guys are, you know, they're having some fun. They're swimming, they're eating, drinking, dancing. They're having a good time. It seems like, oh yeah, we're going to have some fun. And then who else walks out? But Sister Patterson. Like, that's where I expected them to insert, like, the fucking, like, what is it? Yes. Yeah, no, I know. It was very dramatic for no reason. Of course. It's like, if I'm them, how do you kind of not expect her to show up at some point soon? Yeah, like, you have to be expecting, like, a twist. Like, you're not just going to have this, like, day of, like, a catered Mexican meal. Yes. Like, this cultural appropriation party and not have there be some kind of twist. The cap. Almost a WAP. What? Cultural appropriation party. Mm, got it. Oh, look at that. West, westernized appropriate? No, I'm trying. Nope. Forrest, not doing just, it. Yeah, just. So, she comes up, talks to the guys, and she says, oh, how's her baby right here doing? Which I thought she's really loving TaylorMade, of course. Because she knows TaylorMade's willing to snitch and, like, be involved in the bullshit. So, I think some of that is a level of, like she says in a talking head in a little bit, where it's like, I... I appreciate that he's doing what he has to do for New York. But then also I think some of it is like he's willing to, you know, put himself at risk just to give me what I want to know. So. Because she does go to his defense this whole time in this situation where she goes like, you know, even he goes and says, hey, what I did was despicable. And she says it, too. And she's pretty much like, yeah, you spit him. All right, I'm past that. But everything else is strategy. Yeah. And she's letting the guys know, which is like, yeah, like, I'll respect her with which that. Which I think is also just, like, making him more of a target oh, of in course. his own way. Of course. Where he's probably sitting there like, because he kind of goes to say things to defend himself with what was going on. And she's like, no, 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 but it's okay, though. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, obviously, if they all know that, like, he's kind of the teacher's pet, they're going to drag him. Like, it's he's never going to let it go. Uh-huh. The solo mama's boy. So she does turn and looks at Entertainer and goes, so why are you here? <laughs> Which we get that I'm trying to win Tiffany's heart. And he does bring up to her that the psychic does say he's not a pervert. And she goes, I don't give a shit. Like, she's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about Her that. word means nothing. And I was like, damn. Sister Patterson, come with the truth. And you would think for someone that's like so religious too. You would think she does all the spiritual stuff. I would say kind of the opposite. Like, I would be more inclined to think she doesn't. But I know, like, that, I know that she's into, like, her own third eye and, like, true. what she can, you know, envision about stuff. But, I mean, she also kind of has a lot of lax views about a couple different things that, like, clearly religion is, like, a sort. It's an opportunity to judge people, but it's not, like. And I'm sure that it is a, it is genuinely an important part of her life, but, like, not because it serves her guidance. It, like, gives her a, a, a pedestal to sit on to look down on other people. She does, actually. I don't know if, if you saw her Instagram. I thought she posts on, like, Facebook a lot and then she yeah, screenshots Yeah, she screenshots those. her text posts on Facebook, yeah. But there's a number they have for, like, a Zoom call people can join for Bible study. And she's like, keep your cameras when off if you want. When the fuck were you going to tell me this? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even see that. I didn't see that. Well, I'm, I'm not going to jump on and say shit. I'm not going to, like, obviously you just interrogate her. I just want to, like, see what her deal is. Like, well, I don't know like, if she's the one that's leading it. Okay, well. But I'm, she did post I've, it. Oh, it's there. I've got time to find out. And I thought so. it was funny. She's like, oh, this is the number, unless it changes. 
And I was like, oh, I mean, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, that's Well, now that she's putting out there, they're going to get so many people. Oh, I'm going to fucking, oh, I'm totally going to fucking go. Yeah, and go to Thailand and be respectful. You know, I'm, I just, I just want to observe her in her natural habitat. Praise him! So for everyone else out there as well, if you want to check out a Bible that. study with her. Please only do it if you're going to be No, that's respectful. the thing. Yeah. We don't want people, we, we are not at all, genuinely not encouraging people to. No, hell no. To cause problems. No. I, I just want to go personally to observe her. It would be interesting. And just, you know, like, just sometimes it's good energy, even though, like I said, I'm not really religious anymore. It could just be the good kind of Christian. You never know. Yeah. So Entertainer brings up about a time where she called him a child molesting pervert. Which she did. Technically, Technically she never she used the words. Yes. So I understand her getting kind of angry. I think that she straight up forgot that she said it. Like, I think in that moment, she She was so caught up in yelling it. But, like, because even in her talking head, she's like, I never, I only said blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you did indirectly accuse him of being like a creep. Yeah. And then he does specifically say it was the second day of elimination. Yeah, he's like, no, I know exactly when it was. Like, I wouldn't forget that kind of claim, especially given that he works with children. Now, Like, it yes. is a much more, like, serious claim. Now that we know that, yes. It, it's much. And children with Down syndrome, where it could be like. Right. If you, like, it's are working easier with to take advantage. Kids, right? And, like, yeah, it's. Ugh. And then she's kind of just like, no, like, I said, you're a freak at the lowest level. And I love, I think he said this the first time, too. Where he brings up that she's the only mother in the yep. world who doesn't like him. Yep. And which he defends himself. And he's like, that's just something about you, not me. Yeah. I mean, it's true and it's not. Like, we don't know how accurate he's being. Also and, very true. you know, obviously Sister Patterson is a tough customer. Yes. So, it, it, both things can be true. And this is also where, because he says he's going to go smoke a cigarette. And I thought it was like, she's like, don't come back. And I don't know if he whispers something, but she ends up throwing her drink on him and he just keeps walking. But this is where I thought to myself, oh, when New York went to have a cigarette at the dinner and it was only Midget Mac, he smokes. We know people in this house smoke. Why was it only them two? But as we've discussed before, it's probably yeah, it's producer just intervention. Staged, yeah. So we're almost at time for elimination now. And of course, Taylor made before it has to talk to New York because that's what he does. So he tells her he's been working hard not to beef with the guys in the house. Says he's a troublemaker, has doubts. You know, she says, do you really love me? He does the whole, like, I do. And she starts, like, rubbing his face and stuff, and they hug. He's never fell for someone so fast. And she asks him to walk her to her room. And it just, I thought this was kind of funny. He's like, I've been working hard. Sir, it's been, like, 36 hours. Maybe. But I do like when they're walking, she's, and what did she say? Like, you really did fuck up, though, huh? Like, kind of like that. He's like, yeah, yeah I did. Like, he's, like, a disappointed, like, but, but he goes really into your just, femdom thing. I swear, she loves, like, really testing the limits with him. Like, and that's really, think about the photo shoot where she's, like, spanking fucking cheesy. Like, Taylor Maid seems the one that she really she's wants I necessarily, there. like, that's genuinely her king. Oh, no. She's but, more like, like well, we see that- what her with Flav and, like wants it done proper i don't really know how to explain this and i think that i've tried before in relation to i think it was new york but like somebody i know at least i've explained it in terms of like Gigi with um love is blind uh-huh. if you are as a woman like made to feel difficult through most of your life it is a hard thing to unthink about yourself as much as people are like you know the narrative is changing now about 
women being bossy and like double standards and Mm -hmm. whatever and like sometimes you can unintentionally or like semi-intentionally kind of lean into it you know i'm i like i said last time i'm kind of guilty of that myself like if enough people are gonna believe that about you you know what's stopping you from just kind of being that person Uh and that's not an excuse and it's not apparently i'm just like airing all my shit today but like very open episode yeah it's like if you think that you are difficult and are made to feel difficult your entire life you assume the worst kind of out of like most interactions that you have with people yeah like you kind of just feel like it's only a matter of time before people start to dislike you or get tired of you being extra so sometimes when you are not like in a good place or in New York's case, like, trying to play it up for the cameras. Like, you will kind of do things to drive people away. And it's not healthy, and it's not right, and it's not okay. Yeah. And, but it is something, and I mean, like, I, I don't know if men also do that, and I don't know if it's, like, a cisgender, heteronormative thing. I'm only speaking as, like, a cishet woman who for as long as I can remember has been made to feel like, I don't know, weird for having opinions and like a bitch for expressing them. Like from childhood. Mm. So, you know, if people believe this about you, especially like men, because like guys rejected me for the longest time. Like, I would say most of the bullying I experienced through a lot of school wasn't from girls as much as it was from guys. Oh, wow. And that I would say that it was, like, it's hard when you're kind of, like, interested in boys and then made to feel, like, shit by them because it's, like, oh, they're never going to like me if I'm, you know, loud and outspoken like this. Although it didn't really stop me from being that. It just made me kind of assume that I had to go about finding other ways to make people like me or, you know, assuming that it was only a matter of time before things were going to end anyway. So I might as well push you to the limits to see what you can handle to, you know, see how committed you really are. So like, yes, do I see a lot of myself in New York? And the the long and short of it is like, yes, in in some ways I do. All right. Oh, boy. Everyone, like, let's try to get me an actual therapist so I don't have to treat no. this podcast as that. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so Where were we? We're at elimination time. Yes, thank yes. God. So, yes. Elimination time. Quick talking heads. We get Taylor made who's feeling good. It is a little worried because he doesn't feel the connection like he did before. And Midget Max says, you know, he makes her laugh and they did tongue kiss last night. <laughs> I don't know why the way you said it. Like, and they tongue kissed last night. So, So New York just come out. She does, you know, she tells the guys that she- And I like this color on her, by the way. The gold? It was like a nice shade of gold on her skin tone. I thought it looked very pretty. And I I do like, I like her wig this season. Oh, no. Her hair this whole season's been like, they finally like- Oh, relax. the budget. I'm I'm saying her hair is nice. I know. Oh, relax. No, we'll wait. I don't know a lot of the girls that are coming up in some of these future ones, so we'll see. Yeah. I'll do my best. Yeah. Hoops. Hoops. Well, she's back on um, I Love Money, so. Is she? Yeah. Nice. 
You didn't know that? No. You, did you watch I Love Money? I feel I like probably. Wa- I think I want it. Twelve packs on it, right? I'm I'm sure he's a fucking her, camera whore. Uh, so. And what's her name? Not the only context he comes back in, by the way. Not pumpkin. She comes back too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she does. Because I know like Another some of them, but it's between like two. Because I love money too. What's her name's on it too? Uh, Becky, Buck Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of them. I mean, that's so the I do know. This, right? Yes, so I kind of remember. So I've seen some. New York says that she feels like she has bonded with all of them, but she's here for one and only true love. So we go right into it with the first chain, which goes to someone she's been having fun with, and that is Punk. I don't think I'm terribly surprised he got the first one. Yeah, he got I the mean, solo the date, date well, and yeah, so. it wasn't bad. She might find him a little boring, but he seemed to have the best episode, I guess. So that kind of like you see. Yeah, so it, it makes sense. So the second chain is for a great guy who's doing a lot better around the house and making an effort. And then at that point, we all know it is tailor-made. His effort after like 36 hours. It's been of, a day, like, yes. His apology tour. I'm sorry I spit in your face. I'm sorry, everyone. All right, second chain. Will you, st- will you leave me alone now? So the third person, she was not so sure about in the beginning, but she is sure now. Which I was like, well, this is a line for unsure. Can you bring it back? But it is for Mr. Wise, who really didn't get any time this episode whatsoever. Yeah. Fourth, for someone who has gotten zero screen time, it feels like, for the most part, is someone who is keeping her happy, and that's pretty. Go figure. We have... I have nothing to base that on. Like no, we, at all. We've barely seen him at all. Like all we thought is he's a thing. Yeah, she might think he's gay, and he has. You know, he was excited with a glitter pen. That's all we know from her end. Yeah. So somehow it's keeping her happy. Fifth, with no explanation, nothing happens. It's just fifth. Your wolf gives him a chain and then moves along. So sixth, and at this point, there's two chains left. Correct? Two chains. Two chains. Thank you. Uh, three. I think. Two chains. No, I think there's three. No, because this person who gets this one, I know. Oh, uh, wait, no. We're on wait. the sixth chain. Hold and on. It's f- oh, two chains. Yeah, you're right, it is. Yes. And it's for a man she has mixed feelings about, sometimes likes him, sometimes doesn't, but not ready to let go yet, which I thought it was weird, too, because I've never seen her have mixed feelings on this guy, and it's the entertainer. I think she probably has complicated feelings about him being like i don't know i could see how she could have mixed feelings about him because like i feel like she's not like super into him but like but he's funny he's funny good tv he sucks her toes apparently there you go um he pisses her mom off which he brings up in his talking head and it's funny too because when she's like what did she say she's like uh you know but i know i'm not ready to let you go the entertainer and i'm like why did you call why did you add the the like there's no reason you could have just called him entertainer well his title is supposed to be specifically the entertainer entertainer. there you go you know just where he stands he got his chain in the sixth position and he is a freak i don't know i couldn't think of a rhyme fast enough he's a freakish man that works it's a freaky man I don't know. We'll we'll work on it. He's a super freak. Although New York says she does appreciate a good freak in a house. And you believe it, too. I mean... Kind of on her. She gets freaky. I mean, if she enjoyed having her foot put in a man's mouth, there you more go. power to her, I guess. As long as it's a proper freak. So t- <laughs> You're just torturing me. It's fine. Oh, that proper thing's funny. It's disturbing. Proper and then Irish when, whiskey. And then I have to, like... Free plug. I have to, um, like, combine the proper audio with the visual of new york's foot in his mouth all to make one big torture sonia combination it really is 
I could, I'm not going to say another word, but it would get... He then does a talking head quickly, though, and is like, it's almost like the more her mom doesn't like me, the more she likes me. And it's like, wow, you've cracked the code to, like, New York's fucked up relationship with men. I was going to say, it sounds like a 17-year-old I mean, that's New York. That's how New York operates. Of it's course. True. Like, that's why New York... I, I think that she liked Chance a lot anyway, but I think a large part of the appeal was that her mom couldn't stand him. Yes. I think part of her appeal for uh midget mac was that i think part of her appeal for it for a while was that like i think that new york is just she uh, like no wonder her relationship history is so fucked if you're operating almost purely on spite very true so there's one chain and midget mac and it are the two that are left so she says she has two really really sweet men left with one chain and she calls up midget mac she says he is the biggest little man that she has ever met. If I'm not mistaken, it's the only little person she's ever met. I mean, we don't know who she's met. But right been. now, he's going through a lot of pain, and she doesn't believe that he can give her the love that she's looking for. So she says, sorry, you gotta go. He comes up, and at this point, I even noted, I was like, she can't look him in the eye to hug him and say goodbye and everything. I thought it seemed kind of genuine, but you seem to be feeling differently. It's con- it's so hard with the two of them because I feel like they have very good chemistry, but I think she doesn't allow herself to be happy. Okay. I think that she would rather enjoy the drama of it. Like, I mean, I talked about this a little bit. Well, I didn't really talk about this part in um, He's Just Not That Into You. We talked about it on like I Love 2004. There's like a line that Justin Long's character kind of says to uh, Jillian. I forgot her name. I have no idea. But you know who I'm talking about, yes. though, right? This is the one at the bar, right? Yeah. Uh, well, there he's the one that owns the bar, yes. and then she's like the the desperate one. But like, yes. he says something about like really liking the drama. He's like, "Have you ever like waited until the last minute to pay a bill because like you like the thrill of like you know." whatever being it's been so long since i watched the movie it's just like the general sentiment of it like i think new york is somebody who like wouldn't know what to do if things were fine okay and like at the very much as much as i went on that whole thing like yes i can relate to new york and sometimes sabotaging like i i do kind of like things just being fine like i i don't call i don't like to cause like chaos where there isn't any just because i'm i'm not comfortable with things being settled so like and i think that she because it seems like it's kind of like that off camera too like as much as she and new york and tiffany are two different people like sometimes it seems like she just would rather things be chaotic than try to have a normal life and it kind of makes me sad because it makes me feel like she doesn't think people would find her as interesting if she was just a regular person which is like not so without true. the drama she's yeah not interesting, you're saying. i think uh. that's what she thinks about herself interesting that is the vibe I well have. especially being she on is the afraid, shows too she's afraid that if she's not fully like new york wildness because she's brought some of that to like other shows that if she and that kind of like is what's frustrating about this whole season being so fake is you are an interesting person like i wish that you saw yourselves you saw yourself the way all of us saw you tiffany i'm speaking to you directly right <laughs> like as if you'd ever listen to this or at least make it this far in be nice but, like, I wish you saw you the way we all see you and that you would just be your, like, funny, 
bubbly self without having to resort to all of that extra all the time. Like, we will still love you regardless. You don't need to be on 100% of the time for us to love you. That's all. There you go. Ugh, it's like too many feelings today. Wow. Ugh. So they hug. She wants them to always be friends. I'll cut into this a long time. Thinks he thinks he does the talking head that it could be rushing into something to, like, hide the pain. He says something here that, like, because his accent is so strong, he goes, um, what does he say? He goes, I thought, um, I'd be, I'd build a hill. And I was like, build a hill? But then I realized he said, be able to heal. Also, at one point when, like, they're having this very serious talk, like, heart to heart, like, Mike came in the room while I was watching it. And, like, they're talking, and I laughed, but he's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you laughing? And I'm like, because he went, yeah. And it reminded me of Ariana Grande. Yes. <laughs> it was That's a moment. It. He's like, what? That's it. Yes. That was all. That's yeah. why I laughed. Yeah. That was good. So it is kind of looking excited, but then New York jumps right in and says, the chain is not for you either. He refused to sign the blood oath. She thinks he's hiding something, and she thinks he's an actor. So now New York tells him, if you are acting, it's a shame that she didn't get to know the real him. And if not, she could never date such an idiot. <laughs> like straight up it's not honest. Funny, but it's, it's not. Funny. It, it, yes. Also, he has like a huge stain on his sweater, which does Did not help really? his cause. Yeah, like because that point where he like stretches to sort of be like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. And there's like a big yeah. stain on the front of his sweater. Oh, so. God. So he comes up, Go though. Off. It's really a moment where he comes up. He's like, yo, I had a good time. And he appreciates her. And he kind of wants a hug. And she's like, wait, you still have love for New York? And is, like, laughing. Because she literally just said she could never date. So she said See? it, like, really mean and stuff. Yeah, and he's she like, said it very pointed. He's her like, yeah, yo. He's like, it's fine. And then in the talking head, he's like, yo, people call me an idiot all the time. <laughs> Which is so sad. I mean, I think it's cool that he just accepts shit about himself. I think he's just like a quirky. Because I do thing. think part of it's him I as a character. Anybody, as well, I I think that I don't think so. You think this Honestly, is really him? He's just stupid. Yes, I think I don't think he's stupid. I, I think word, he's sorry, just. But... I think that he's just a quirky guy. Like I think that he is just an interesting character and. Like yeah, I think that some of it is probably him wanting to be famous because. I feel like when you're like a very unique personality like that, somebody's like, yo, somebody's got you got to be like an actor, man. You're like crazy. So he like tries to parlay that into an actual career in entertainment. Uh. But I think that he's just like a just like an odd guy. That's it. I think for all the guys here that you could accuse of being actors or here just purely for fame, I don't think that it is one of them. Huh. I'm interested to hear people's feedback if you agree or disagree. That is true. Interesting. So after all this, we do have one chain remaining. Hmm. Hmm. Who could it be? What could it be? Hmm. I wonder. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) What was that? So so New York tells the guys that she feels like they took over the house. She doesn't feel control anymore. But tonight, she has taken back control of this house. So she has decided to bring someone back. And I did like, who? Who? Oh, I thought you said who, like you're going New Day. No. I mean, that would work. And I I will give them a thing here. They did do a nice little twist. Did you know it was coming? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. 
But this was, well, yeah, I don't want to say it and spoil something. I, who are you spoiling it for? Well, if people haven't watched the rest of it. Cause someone... I would hope that if you're listening to this, either you don't give a shit. No, no, no. Them. I mean, spoil someone else for later. Oh, well, that came up in the preview for this oh, that's season. that's true. On. So I'm not spoiling so shit. So that's how we know. So anyway, well, fuck me then. So the pre- she says producers didn't want her to do this. But she's going to chance it. And all of a sudden, everyone's face is like, what? What could it be? And they did do a little twist because at this point, I knew both show up. Wasn't sure exactly who first. And then she goes, yo, Buddha. And of course, he turns the corner in the suit, which is extremely similar to the one that Taylor made, wears in his talking head. Oh, really? And I have a theory on this. Did you notice? It was when you were watching. They have a discount that they had a group discount on Taylor's. No, but ha ha. I was going to have you notate it, but I still remember it at this point. The suit when Taylor made wears it is wearing a black undershirt. Buddha shows up in a white one. And I'm wondering if they do this to do almost like a good and bad angel devil oh. take for us to be like, oh, like he is the good guy. He's the hero. He's back. Taylor made is the bad guy. Oh, I don't know. I'd have I don't to go back think they would attention. think that deep. But when I saw him, I went like, oh, shit, that looks exactly like Taylor Mates. That was some English major type shit. Very proud of you. But um, I didn't observe it. I usually at this point now, especially that I'm not doing notes to the same way, I'm like kind of checked out. But you're just um, like, all right, is there an after credit scene? transparency, right. Um, but I don't know. I am annoyed that he's back. I oh, can't agreed. believe, and like she makes this whole big thing, like the producers didn't want me to do this and I did this right. Like, I'm sure that oh, yeah, producers of course. Didn't- but, like, it, it's just purely from, like, a liability standpoint. It doesn't make sense to me from, I don't know. Like, I just, I mean, obviously we all know at this point that I can't stand him. So I'm annoyed to see him back regardless. But, yeah, there's a lot about this that doesn't really make sense. Not at all. I think that if Taylor Made was gone, it would have made more sense to do. Taylor Made could fucking sue you guys for this if he wanted to. And all he did was write a fucking letter being like, this is why I choked and hit him and did so, this. And I'd be like, there's no fucking excuse. Do you remember when, and I'm going to, because I could be like, because I remember this story, but I could be wrong about the timing. Okay. So do you remember when when we did that, um, when New York was on that podcast and we kind of like recapped it and we talked about a bunch of the different things? I think it was on the podcast where she talks about how um, she had sex with Buddha, that he like climbed into her window, snatched her people up. I think you listen to this, but then you relate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like she says that they had sex and that he got in like big trouble for it. And like none of the guys were allowed anywhere near her room past a certain point. Because of that. Yes, you did. Yes. I could be wrong, but part of me wonders if it was early enough in the season, which is partially why I should be so weirdly digmatized by him, but, like, also if it was early enough in the season that that's why he got sent home as sort of, like, a punishment. Oh. And it wasn't really about the fight. It was about the fact that he snuck into her room and, like, evaded production. That is... Because I got the impression, too, that it wasn't even about, like, them being mad that it happened. It was, like, they were mad that they weren't able to, like, turn it into, like, a story. I don't I don't know. I could be imagining all of this. Like, it could be just possible. affecting the whole thing. No, but that's a good I'm going to go though. back and delve into that theory if she ever shares when he yeah. actually did that. That we need a follow-up. Yeah. 
Or if no. y'all know, because I, there's so much stuff where you guys will be like, yeah, actually, this happens later on. And I'll just yes. be like, why are you all so, like, I wish my brain wasn't shit. Like, how do you all know this so much better than me? It's so embarrassing that I am hosting the show and getting told by my listeners all the time information about the thing that I'm covering. So, that's okay, you know, though. whatever. There's a lot of shows like I don't that that do, like, perfect I'm not shit-talking, but, yeah. yeah. I don't want to shit talk, but I know there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there that, that have to come back later on and be like, oh, well, we were wrong about like A, B, C, D, E, F. Oh, and we go yeah, through the whole yeah, alphabet. Yeah. It's like, you oh, well, why'd you put something? Of them. Yeah, but either way. It happens. I don't even need to ask. I know you don't agree with. It's not as much as who went home as the fact that someone came back and I it's don't, him. Um, I think that it should have been long gone. Yes, I agreed. wish things would have worked out with Midget Mac, but again, it's still tough because I know that things wouldn't have ever worked out with them. Regard, like he would have. It just was only a matter of time. Like he wouldn't have made it to the final two. Yes, he wouldn't have made it till the final five. No, honestly. So, I mean, it makes sense. I am just annoyed by this twist. Agreed. Well, I twist, don't think he unquote. should be back. Literally, he choked the dude. Like, Literally, sorry. for like legal reasons, it doesn't make yeah. sense. To Go me. home, get the fuck out. You I'm be no back lawyer, really. believe me, but like, it just doesn't seem smart. No, he put his fucking hands on him at the point. If he, Taylor made wanted to, he probably could. Sue. I don't know if there's some fine print in some writing somewhere, but he could be like, "Yo, like the whole point is everyone knows if you put your hands on someone, you get sent." Well, home. not even that. Like you, um. Like, I was very clearly in danger by this specific person, and this person clearly expressed that they still have issues with me, and you are now bringing this person back into the house, and my safety feels threatened. But I guess we'll see how things go, because I completely forgot. There you go. Damn. So what are your thoughts on the episode? Um, it just feels like parody at this point i might enjoy it more if i just kind of treat it that way instead of i mean like i always say i know that these shows aren't real i understand that a lot of this shit is staged i'm fine with all of that i'm fine with suspending my disbelief but if you're going to like play things for real like i'm stupid and wouldn't know that you're not really doing like a blood oath and there's not really ghosts in the house like if you're doing that kind of shit because you are so afraid of the show being boring that speaks to like your casting and as in they're ability. insulting your intelligence yes i don't appreciate the producers of this show insulting my intelligence it is a very big thing with wrestling as well that is commonly used phrase about fans don't want to feel you know it's a stage thing yeah. You know it's scripted. You know yeah. it's all that. No, I mean, like, I'm You just I'm don't want your intelligence insulted. Yeah, exactly. That Yes, exactly. Enjoy it. I mean, that's really like the housewife stuff. We know there's a lot of shit to it, but, I mean, you still watch it. I've watched some, it's like, and the whole time it's like, I know this is all scripted stuff, but I'm also someone who disconnects I the think way that I do, like, wrestling. I think that there's a huge difference between scripted and staged. True. No, I that's think that true. You, like, those terms get thrown around by you and a lot of people interchangeably. And no, that's true. I would argue that there is a significant difference. That staged means you put these people together in this situation knowing they have problems. Yes. And letting that shit play out. No, that is Scripted is what this show is veering into where you are manufacturing storylines and claiming it to be reality. No, that is true. You're right. It's like, yes, Housewives, as an example, is... Y'all are gonna be here, and you have to talk about this, but say whatever the fuck you want. I think when the star is manufacturing their own storyline versus when production is either in collusion with the star or, like, forcing a narrative upon this person, that it just... I mean, I... 
housewives hive like let me know if you think that i'm off base with this but like i just think that there's a huge difference between scripted and staged and this show is veering into scripted gotcha and i'm not a huge fan of it mm. all right indeed indeed i was waiting yes, for you to say it's so weird why i don't know i just don't like it anyway uh i will try not to do who, that it's fine how do you feel about who went home no i'm the episode with, in general i'm with you on that my thing is i mean I went through this episode like, holy shit, like, there is so much dialogue in these things that you have to write so much down. I feel like other episodes of things, like Rock of Love, for instance, you could take really detailed notes, but it wasn't as fucking, I don't want to say crazy. It's not the right word. The words, like, there wasn't as much words, and there wasn't, I think that's part of the scripting and the manufacturing but, of all of like, this Like, this now. is, yeah, like, this, it does feel like, as you're saying, watching it as a parody. I'm still enjoying it at times, but there's times where, like, I watch someone I like just, it, and I go, like... I know you're not going to win. I know you shouldn't be here right now. You're just for TV. Kind of like Midget Mac 2. It's like, he's one of, he's funny as hell. He seems like an awesome guy from what we see. But it's like, I know she's not going to choose you and stuff. Like, why the fuck are they doing this kind of thing? Yeah. And where it goes into the insulting intelligence thing. Where it's kind of like, oh, well, I'm kind of losing interest because of this. Yeah, it's hard. It's but hard, we but still I get to I have just... our fun with ripping on them through 2020. And eyes. just talking shit about a bunch of other random stuff and there reading people's random yelp reviews Woo! oh my goodness yelp shout out cranberry shout out to cranberry wherever you are um we hope that you are thriving with these reviews because she reviewed all sorts they reviewed i don't know what the gender yes. of this person but like this person left all sorts of very interesting reviews for well in that case the proper around... thing to say is they correct well yes they gotcha. we don't know the gender so um Wherever you are, Cranberry, we hope that you continue writing your exceptional reviews. Yeah, good for and, you. um, yeah, keep smiling. Who would have thought shining. at the end of all of this? Keep smiling. I know. Keep shining. Know that you can always count on me to read your yep. Yelp reviews. Okay, I guess that's great. That means it's time to That was go terrible. To I'm bed. sorry. I hope you cut um, that. I'm not going to Why? now. Uh, rate, review, hey, subscribe. Hey, my Mulan one was good, though, earlier. It was not. Rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Tell friends who don't suck. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. It would um, always be appreciated. Yeah, just uh, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to us. Be kind to each other. You can follow the show on social media, even though I don't post shit there all the time. But really, updates if like things are running late or uh, just different things I find. Uh at Rewind Love Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Sonia Marie Says. I am at Mr. Feeney519. And also another way to support us, Sonia, is Patreon.com slash Rewind the Love Pod. We are doing 2005 and the final part of the yes. most shocking moments in rock and roll history. I am actually. <gasps> Did I get it right? I don't know if they say history at the end, but I think you got it. Okay. All right. Well, mostly. VH1's 100 Most Shocking Rock and Roll Moments. No, Moments in Rock and Roll, I think. It doesn't fucking matter. Either way, so we're finishing those up. Uh, I'm not really sure what we're going to do for next month, but that's next month's problem. Anyway. Uh, We'll find um, something fun. Yeah, so just like, in the words of Luann, be cool. Don't be all uncool. Um, wear your fucking masks. She didn't say that part, but I'm saying that part. She might say it now. Who knows? 
I don't know. At first, I was like, who the fuck is Luann? You should know. No, I know. Anybody, if anyone should know, it should be me. Anybody should know. But then you. I started thinking King of the Hill, and then for whatever reason, I started singing the theme song from Pepper Ann in my head. That was quite a stream of Oh, well, I know. my Yes, it was. But do you have anything else to add? All I want to say, everyone, please be safe, be smart, stay healthy. Hope everyone is thriving and doing very well right now. And we love you. Um, we appreciate remember, the from support. Last time, also check your voter registration status, please. Yes, if you're in the United States, just make sure all of that shit is good and. And we know health care can be a pain in the ass as well, but please get your checkups, do your physicals. I thought you were gonna make a colon joke. It's like pain in the ass and. Oh colon no! Checked. I wouldn't do that. Come on. Pain in the ass. Getting your colon. Getting your colon checked looks like a pain in the ass. Literally. I don't know. You don't know how colonoscopy works. Don't you get knocked out? So you don't feel it. I may, it I... The only colonoscopy I've seen is the one from fucking Real Housewives. We don't oh, need yeah, to go into right. that right now. Um, anyway, guys, yes. That took a weird turn. But se- <laughs> Doesn't it always? Yes. But seriously, stay healthy, stay safe. We love you all. Thank Yay! you all so much from the, for the support and everything. Yes, we really, really, so really, really do appreciate you Really guys. grateful, even though, I don't know. I apologize for my thing in the beginning. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Just try to be real. And Let's end on fun. Backfired. Anyway, I love you all, and we there hope you're you go. thriving, and we're so grateful for every last one of yes. you. And uh, talk to you soon. Yes, Bye. we'll catch you here next time. Goodbye.